Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th. Pet slap my ass! It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal! <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the big guy, Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. Man, what a day today. I'm happy to be here. Uh, it's a strange day. OJ is free. Uh, Chester is he, Bennington. Is he, is he free today? He, well, he's, he's going to be let out of prison in October. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's here in Nevada, I believe. Your, your state, uh, the juice is loose in Nevada. They're the ones that decided... That yeah. He will be a free man come October. Weed is now allowed for recreational use here. OJ is running rampant down fucking the Las Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. It is all out chaos here in Las Vegas and Nevada. But I'm happy to be here on, a, on, a, on another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy with perhaps the, the biggest heel on the internet, Ryback himself. <laughs> I prefer to be known as the most polarizing man in sports entertainment. Pat, if that's okay by you. I, I, I love you, Again, you created that. Thank you. I like the poll. I also saw a tweet saying polarize, uh, co-host calls Ryback polarizing, which is another word for everybody hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, just trying to live my life, Pat. That's all I'm trying to do here. It's and, a, uh, it's a dynamic, happy. but it's not, gen- it's genuine. It's not genuine though. It's based off this. You know, there's layers to this, and oh, it goes so deep. It's great. I am. I, I'm. I. Uh, I told you I, I was going through my the Twitter yesterday was a busy day on social media, and we will get into all this. Um, but I was uh, after after the day ended, and I was like, man, I think I blocked more people in one day than I ever have in my uh, throughout the, my career, and. Uh, it was, uh, I was like, I wonder how many people I blocked. And uh, I, I, mean, I go, oh, it's not that many, but it was 5,000 I'm at <laughs> now. And, uh, but that's, I, I look at, at it like, oh, in this entire world and social media where everybody's miserable and only 5,000 people don't like me, I'm not doing too shabby. 5,000. That's, that's like half of my follower. That's, that's, that's more. It's, that's somehow incredible. these 5,000 five, these 5, f- come to all the shows that I've had. <laughs> All throughout WWE my entire career. And I yeah, think, I I think uh, the big misconstraint, and we'll get into this obviously, is that things are said purposely to get listens or attention, and that couldn't be further yeah. from the fucking truth, man. This is all natural conversation that's taken out of context, uh, 
for the most part, at least from, from what I've seen and what I've gathered, and there's been two days this week. I remember on Saturday I went to the gym and I went, oh boy, here goes the internet again with one subject. And then yeah. yesterday, oh great, here comes another. <laughs> from what yeah. episode? They, they, uh, they've caught on that uh, they could just create whatever they want and it made people... People would rather be offended than actually find out the truth. So it's uh, we live in a in a crazy, crazy world in these times. So it's it's funny. Everyone that listens to the podcast is like, "What are you guys talking about?" Mm-hmm. And it's then it's these it's kids and Warrens, as I call them, who are uh, just lost souls of this world. But wasn't Warren from something about Mary? Was he was he, he was sweet too? But these people are that I just like the name. I think it's I think it's funny. Have you seen my? Wiener? Have you seen my wiener? It's funny because I called my wife a Warren last week just because uh, she had an ear infection. Catching on already? No, but uh, oh, (laughs) she had an ear infection, and like I was helping her try to like you know, uh, there's a technique you could use like to flush out the ear, but she has this big phobia where she can't have her ears touched, and like she flinches and just like Warren does in the movie. That's his one weakness. He doesn't like can't touch his ears. Uh, But you have a totally different. uh, take on what a warren is but i I understand we've talked about this before on the show actually comparing them to mogwais and gremlins yeah with the uh, which you've had plenty i've seen plenty of tweets going after that as well yeah people are just overly sensitive to everything these days fake sensitive yeah it's it's just that's the way people are and uh i don't see it getting any better going forward but it's not meant it's just uh warren is it's just more of a funny way of doing it i feel like and it's you know what i mean because of course warren uh, in the it's um they're obviously not nearly as nice as warren but it is what it is uh i think at the, at, it's also nice to see for the fir- i feel like it's for the first time we've just started the twitter with the cwtbg uh twitter handle there's a under currents of support too and people getting out there and fi- actually fighting on this show and on your yes. and, and on my behalf. And that, that's really awesome to see because it wasn't like that for a while. And now people are like, nope. And uh, I don't know what to call that army, but I feel like they're slowly growing. The Rybackers. Of course. Why would they, <laughs> why <laughs> yeah. would they be? It's, no, no. Well, give me a name, Pat. You, I, you brought it up. I'm off the top of my head. That's what I came up with. I couldn't think of anything. It's, I was thinking defenders. I'm like, I, they need a, they need a, they need a, I'll work on it. My creative process isn't quite what it is. If you to be. can't come up with a better, we'll put it, we'll put the name to the test on a, yeah. on a poll vote. But I'll let, I'll give you time to come up with a creative name. I'm open to anything on this. Let's circle back. Wait. Last week we had uh, just a circle. But the, the two big things that, or three big things that came out of last week's episode. Uh, number one for me was people asking what is the st- status of Mark for Life. This isn't question part, but I just wanted to kind of address yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was apprehended. But one thing I wanted to kind of put out there that I didn't say on the last episode is that I based the whole to catch a to catch a mark segment around an actual Twitter user that was a real Twitter account that was insulting the show, insulting us and left a horrible iTunes review. So that, yeah. that's how the idea started getting set. So if you want to listen back in the I don't want to say archives last fucking episode, that Twitter <laughs> account and those tweets came from a real person. We just happened to put it to Mr. Furlife, who is now in a Twitter penitentiary. You got to get the, the feedback for uh, To Catch a Mark was outstanding, I thought, across the board. And uh, you deserve all the credit for that. Oh, thank you. You, uh, you, uh, you, you, you put together that skit. And again, 
Shining Wizard Eddie uh, with the edits really brought it all together. I thought um, it was uh, I in particular like the like the car driving up and the car door, <laughs> and uh, I don't know why like footsteps. Like, it was the whole thing. Just it made it like you could visually just picture Mark for Life showing up to uh, to meet Fight Forever Gal, and uh, I thought <laughs> he did a really good job of helping paint that picture to the listeners. And I'm glad everybody liked that. Just having fun on here. Great job, Eddie. Uh, but now let's get into last week, the things that got you a little bit of tension. Do you want to start off? Um, do we delve right into it? Because this happened last week. I don't know if you're cool with this or not. I was going to, yeah, I think first though, uh, we had a good week of uh, an interesting week of shows. We had three appearances last week. And uh, I know that's probably shocking to certain uh, publications out there. But uh, it was uh, a busy little weekend of, of signings and meet and greets and in-ring promos and your show, I uh, Wrestle Pro, I thought was going to be canceled, but uh, oh my god, the show! You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll get to the the meat and potatoes later. So anyway, we had we had some good shows last. Where I had, I had one show, you were you were on three, even though the internet says you're not booked anymore. Uh, mine was on <laughs> Thursday, so um, this this was a, this event for me was a uh, a sold show, which I do a lot of these for festivals. I do a lot of them for. You know, uh, concert venues, it's part of my business. Now, this is the first time this event has ever done a sold show before, but they had the added benefit of having one of the most prestigious um, agricultural slash carnival fairs in, uh, in the Northeast. They have a really awesome festival. So their theory is, well, we bring bands for free. What if we do a wrestling event and try to, you know, maybe make some ticket money and yep. people are there, and it's free to stand. But if they want to buy a seat, they pay a little a surcharge, and you can enjoy the show. I did not take into consideration because we were in an indoor venue. But the festival, you know, the weather just—it was—it yeah. was one of the worst monsoons I think, or or rain days in like the last like ten years in New Jersey. It was fucking terrible. Uh, I landed and it was completely fine. And as I'm driving to the show. It just starts pouring, and I, I was in the middle of nowhere. This all the green fields with trees, and it looked very, you know, it reminded me of living in the backwoods of Louisville almost. Yeah. And I was, I was like, man, this is kind of nice. This isn't what I figured for Jersey, and and then this just lightning and just thunder and just pouring uh, followed. Yeah, and it was like it was very uh, so the the heavens kind of got real dark and, and scary, I guess, upon your arrival. And yes. uh, <laughs> God was not, not feeling wrestling that day. It was really kind of, and I'm, I'm concerned too, because I'm under, it's, it's slowly ruining my life where you would think if as a promoter, you know, me, no, yeah, that too. <laughs> Jesus. I log on Twitter. I'm like, okay, how many, how many insults are coming my way right now? Uh. But with uh, the show, I was really concerned because these events that I'm selling now, I'm getting a lot of pressure to deliver. And, you know, it's some shows are hits and some are, are misses. I'm not saying this was a miss, but this is the first time we're running in this. It's Allentown, New Jersey. I've never ran there before. I never even heard of the city. Yeah. Very rural. And the people going to this festival are not used to buying wrestling tickets before. They're not. It's, it's a new thing. So we had about 100 or something pre-sale which isn't a bad sign and knowing that this carnival is going to draw like I shouldn't say carnival I should say fair it's a huge event they they drew 3000 people the first night they were on par to draw 3 to 6 the second night and that weekend yeah. 
but it rained, which means the, the, the whole carnival shut down. The whole thing was, was underwater. And there was not one person at that carnival. I had to go use the porta potty out there in which I walked in the muddy, soft, swampy grass <laughs> to get over there and uh, trying not to get my pants soaked. And, uh, and I'm looking, I go, man, there's not one person. It was just, it was bad. And we, it would have been great if it was like nice weather. We had swaggle with us. I told them to hop in the fucking, one of the freak shows. We could get, get more people in the building and yeah, make a little extra money for him on the side and just, and he was all for it. He's like, sign me up. But uh, it, it, it just it just didn't work out. So now I'm panicking because I haven't been, you know, I gotta, I've paid everybody. And this is on me. So if this festival goes, hey, look, buddy, you know. Great. I was curious about that. Yeah. How that works out from a promoter standpoint with talent like that. If that, if that show did not go down. Mm-hmm. Or how does that work usually? Well, like, Because I. Like I said, and, and let me clarify too for people listening, a sold event basically is I provide the show. I provide the talent for a set budget. But before any of this happens, I'm making sure when people walk in, they're paid for. I want it out of my way. And then I will, cle- I will settle up with them before the night's through. But it's looking really, the weather is bad. There, there's not a lot of people there. I, I, I think maybe 150 people showed up total. And they were there just for the wrestling. Yeah. They weren't there for the fair. Uh, no. It was, but I'm sitting there going, man, this might not work out. Granted, I have a contract and I could always pursue legal options if it doesn't work out, but you don't ever want to go the immediate, you know, and for the right then and there, I mean, you're out of the money right then and there, essentially. Like, yeah, yeah. But which I always prepare for anyway and I bring it just in case, but it's just unsettling and it's unsettling to like, what about a gun? Do you, are you a gun? (laughs) One of those promoters that walk around with a gun just in case, in case that guy went, you know, was played hardball towards the end. I'm, I'm thinking about it in the future. Luckily so far, so good. Uh, if I, if I run in a more urban area, I'll, I'll, I'll strongly consider. But I, I've, there has been times where issues have been brought up on shows, and I've had to have you know Matthews and Dan Moff go, "Hey, we're going to go upstairs right now and you know shake these yeah. people up." But uh, you you walk in, just kind of move the jacket to the side, show them what's up, and then <laughs> give them a few minutes to think about it, then come in and have a nice conversation, right? Yeah. So pretty much, yeah. But. but uh, <laughs> everything worked out and they were like look we understand it's 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 the weather we'll figure out a way around this it was a great it was a fine show um we yeah. were wrestling on a legit in a horse barn a very nice horse barn but it was a rodeo yeah it was a dirt floor and yep. i didn't take into consideration um one they didn't have any tables so i was like where the fuck do i get tables for for uh for the signing that was a nightmare and everybody was coming in the ring to meet you and cody and all the dirt from the rodeo floor was getting in the ring. Yeah. So before the show even started, the ring is just fucking covered with both wet and dry dirt. And mind you, I don't have a broom there. Something I need to get. I was going to ask you that if you had a broom in your truck for that. For you, the clean. I never really needed one. Or most venues had one. And like maybe you have like yeah. a, I don't know, a little bit of dirt and you clean it up. No big deal. Like this was, my canvas is ruined. So I got to buy a new one. Um, but the whole oh. show, I remember me and Cody, when we wrestled uh, versus the Heavenly Bodies, like every time you took a deep breath, there'd be like dust pot particles and dirt going down your throat. Yeah. It was, oh. it was warm. It was dirty. It was a hell of a night, but everything worked out for the better. It did. I was, uh, it turned out as good as it possibly could have turned out, I thought, yeah. for, for that. The, uh, it was good to see Cody again and. Gave him some feed me more nutrition, which he liked. 
he loved the pre-workout, so that was uh, that was good. Or he said he did. He could be completely lying, uh, but you never know. He he, uh, no, he seemed very complimentary about it, and uh, it was uh, it was a good night. But what does a ring canvas cost, if you don't mind me asking? That's uh, <clears throat> I'm sure our listeners would like to know. Yeah, so there's only really one place to get ring canvases from. That's High Spots, and High Spots is the one that actually makes it for the WWE. Now, WWE wastes money, so they only use their – they go through what? Like 20 canvases a night maybe? 15 or something? I don't know. I've never – no, I don't know. I know they have I, – I don't know if they, it's three or four or okay. five that they keep on the ring per show. But um, that's, I think that's more – they don't change it unless they need to. Got if it. That, if, but and guys before were – we're wearing certain things. I forget there was something that was coming off Spray on the mats. Time. and Yeah, I think that was like banned for a while, but I think it's back allowed again. But it was, um, I don't, you never really see them go through. I, I don't think they go through quite that many, but I, well, you today, know, I, uh, I, they, there are nights they do go through them. They probably, they go through, I'm sure, much more than anybody else just from the, how frequently they use them. And I know like they, they're going through quite a bit more. I heard, I heard a rumor, I don't know if this is true or not, but you, you've watched when they, they, turn the ring over to the cruiserweight classic with the purple ropes. I've heard through the grapevine that costs $2,000 every time they do that. Every, because it's a special canvas and the rope things that every time they switch that out, it's $2,000. The ropes, I would imagine they have under the ring taped already. No, they they put like the the tape. They like, they, they basically like do like a long thing of tape and then another layer over super quickly. It's like a, Something like that, and then and then when they go back to red, apparently they're la- they it's 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 you could rip it off almost. That's what I've really? heard. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they would have just switched out the ring ropes. Well, I didn't know though. They just get in there and tape it up really quick. Then yeah, something like just like a Man, pit crew. It's crazy. That's that's not that is that is uh coming up and uh, through tough enough and everything. We had to like do that. Do the ring crew are up there during the show. That was kind of like. Just so we learned how to do the ring, and obviously we did it in developmental too for WWE um, events. Actually, yeah, for oh, WWE events, okay. yeah, we would actually help set up the rings for the and break it down. And that was only it might have only been two or three weeks that we did that. Uh-huh. They just wanted us to see what everybody like the workers, the referees, how early they got there and how late they had to stay. And and we granted we're only on the road for a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're not getting that true feel of being on the road four or five days a week. But it's. He's just letting you know, like, this is a TV day for these guys. And at that time, you're not thinking, like, well, they're on the road four days a week before that or three days. And I mean, it's a lot. And, but they're part of the referee crew and the ring crew, and they get paid extra for that, I believe. Yeah. So but but it, the- it's, it's a lot. At the, at the, it's not like a, a developmental show, even though the rings are the same. But you got barricades, and they, it just setting everything up. And you got it's long walks for everything mm-hmm. to, between the backstage and the ring. And I mean, that's no easy task. And, but taping those ropes is, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of time if you just do it the old-fashioned way of going around, like, layer by layer. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, they must have some sort of method that they... There's a I new, would, quicker one that, like, goes in one, apparently, that stretches out and can wrap around easier than the way we're used, we were used to doing it. Because I remember doing that in OVW, and yeah. that, that took forever. It would take multiple people and took forever. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was saying, like, to get that done in under three minutes or whatever it is. So that's cool. Yeah, but that's with, uh, I didn't. That's cool to know. I didn't know that with uh, the canvases. So basically, like, there's different layers, different colors, and there's cheap canvas and heavy duty canvas. The the cheaper canvases that I've been buying, and the reason why I buy the cheap ones, um, they're actually 
old WWE ones. So when WWE is done using them, they actually will send them back to high spots who will resell them. Okay. And they're cheaper. And the reason why I don't buy the heavy-duty ones is because I go, I go through so many canvases between training and events that it, it's not even worth buying the more expensive heavy-duty fabric because they're going to rip you might not get Yeah, you might not get your money's worth out of it. You're already... You you know what you're getting with that one yeah. that you buy already, right? So. And and one of the big differences is the color or like these <laughs> things get dirty, these things rip, and uh, I, I think even high spots was like they didn't believe me one time because I said like look uh, the ropes that we use, which I know you're not a fan of, are the cable ropes, uh, which are just basically hard cable WCW style ropes, like very literally the same stuff made out of airport hangers that steel. Yep, they're steel. The cable ropes with basically garden hose over it and i was told by people that one of the guys that helped really make everything he goes nobody can break through this and i'm like well i've had ropes break and he said no like that doesn't happen what happens is there's a mechanism where the the cable is made of metal and at some point they have to cross over and you lock them together and he goes well what happens is the locks loosen up and that the rope becomes undone but it can never break and i said oh no that does happen but I've been there in two different times where we've literally snapped the cable in half. And because we use them so much, we jump on them, we train every really? day. Yeah, like uh, I think Tony Nese and Ricochet on a show was the final thing. It snapped. Moff has broken one, given someone a cannonball. Um, but they're just, they're, they're not meant to be. Like, they, they, they're like, no way. They're like, that's impossible. They can't be broken. I'm like, no, nah, man. They've, they've been, I think we just... I beat the shit out of my rings, man, and I got to keep them updated, which is a process. Yeah. But most of my rings are always in pretty pristine condition. So, ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on—that's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. What's that chair made out of? Steel, <laughs> sir. Like, oh, but can steel can break. Canvas is about 200 bucks used, and for like a heavy-duty one, it's about 350 That's for a 16-foot ring. So if you go bigger than that, you know, add 100 bucks, add 150 bucks. Okay. Interesting. I did not know that. That's uh, that's good to know. Just it's wrestling rings are not cheap. That's for sure. Sure. The uh, it was a good weekend though. I did a couple other shows for uh, Big Mike in Northeast Wrestling and uh, in Danbury. We had we had a great turnout for that. That was um, Jack Swagger. It was good to see him again. He uh, he had a nice match with uh, Donovan Dijak. Dijak. Is it Dijak? Di- is it Dijak? Yeah. And uh, headed to WWE. The, the... Oh, is he really? And the rumors are out there. He's stopped taking indie bookings. And even for me, I was going to book him for the show that you're coming up on, which we'll plug in a minute. Yeah. And, I, and he's like, ah, oh, well, I can't really get back to you just yet, but maybe. I'm like, look, man, I get what's going on. He's like, yeah, but he wouldn't say it. Um, yeah. But I think that's what the rumors out there today. So I'm not fucking leaking that. But uh I think he, I did not it, know that he's a big dude. He's he's a good dude, and he works really hard. And he's tall. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a he's like six seven or something like that. I think. Yeah, no, he's t- he's a tall guy. The uh, but Cody and Ricochet were the main event of that, and uh, we had a great turnout for that. It was great to meet everybody, and um, 
Then the following night was in Troy outside of Albany. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're actually, I went to this uh, ABC Fitness in uh, Albany. Or, yeah, in Albany, actually. And uh, it was, uh, they're going to hopefully carry the Feed Me More Nutrition supplement line. I spoke with the, the head guy this week. Okay. And uh, we're working on that, getting Feed Me More Nutrition in there. But um, it was a, a nice turnout at the, uh, the the baseball stadium that we went to that day. Right with Ray Mysterio there, Cody, Jack Swagger again. And I got to see my family for the first time. I was telling you that my, my uncle, my mom's brother, and uh, his wife, I, who, whom I've seen a couple times the last few years. And uh, I met his daughters for the first time, my cousins. Okay. Uh, all, all three uh, young girls. And uh, it was... It was cool. We hung out for a few hours at Applebee's, which I ate at earlier that day, by the way. And uh, and the girl goes, "Oh, you're back." I go, "Yeah, I really love Applebee's. I can't get enough of these. I can't these wings. just can't get enough. Yeah, these wings and your grilled chicken salads and salmon." Um, but they, uh, it was cool. It was uh, it was a good time, and I, I was like glad to be able to get on the road and see some family I haven't seen, and they're actually trying to get me. Uh, I don't. We. I told you about it. I'm trying to get booked in Whitehall, New York now. Yeah. It's um, that's where my mom's family all lives and where they're all from. And um, I have not been back there since I was a kid. Okay. And it's. I need to get back there um, and see them. And and I didn't even realize when I went on this loop, I'm not even thinking Albany's, like an hour and a half from where they're at. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. It didn't even cross my mind. I'm not even because I haven't been there in so long. And uh, I feel bad, so we're going to try to get booked up there or something where I can go up and see everybody. And my Nana's getting older now, and hopefully we can incorporate uh, all the family into, the, into a match. Yeah, well, we mentioned but, uh, this because my, my, my Nana, who's turning, will be 98 in January. Uh, yeah. She lives about an hour from Whitehall as well. So uh, you came up with the idea of just, just to entertain ourselves, to tell a po- story on the podcast, we can have them in the crowd, like ca- Canadian Stampede style. Yes, and uh, we're. I I initially thought we, if we were doing a, a program up there to have the 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 family the nanas grab each other in the crowd, mm-hmm. and you know they're just you know just shaking each other because we don't want them to get too crazy. And the, like all my mom's brothers, my uncles, you know, and, and sister, they're all they're all there, and uh, just it's chaos. And um, but I think it'd be better to have a tag match with a couple other. I couple think so other too. Heels out there. And where where our nanas can can unite? And, yeah, the, uh, the nanas are the visitors. They're they're in the crowd, just cheering on their baby boys, and they're in leather jackets, and they're just happy to be there. And uh, you know, the heels get a little little uh, couple shoves to net both of our nanas, and uh, <laughs> all hell breaks out. Our, both our nanas wearing the first generation Mark T shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Available on Amazon, and none of the crowd uh, understands what's going on. But we just no do this. Just I was, I was laughing so hard walking through the Albany airport when we were talking about this whole scenario. Just, just solely for us to entertain ourselves, and nobody understanding like <laughs> why, the, why my little cousins are running around. These little girls are kicking these bad guys in the dick <laughs> after the show in the heels, just selling everything from everybody. And yeah, what a. Our hands raised in victory, and but uh, it'll give me a reason to kind of hang out there. I could get a get a free trip up there and and hang out with the family for a few days, and it will. Uh, either way, I'm going up there one way or another, so cool. I need to. Yeah, but it was good to see all them. So great weekend on that on that note. Should we circle back in, or should we get into? Uh, let's talk about some stuff, or let's plug some up and coming things. 
I'm cool though. Let's do let's do a few plugs here. Do you uh it's your turn for the song of the week, I believe. It is. It's summertime, it's a little warm outside. So how about a uh, how about a little holiday road by Lindsay Buckingham? Also famous for uh, you know, the Griswolds a summer vacation or family vacation, excuse me. So let's start that up. I I love all national lampoons. All right, guys, for all fan mail. For the big guy Ryback, please send a P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. I just got a bunch of it this week and got it back out to you guys. Actually, I think I got it sent out yesterday. So thank you guys very much. It means the world to me. Um, it's cool to see people from all over the world uh, sending sending stuff in to get stuff signed and just saying hello, saying they miss me. Um, I got a, a card saying get well soon I thought was really cool this week uh, you guys you guys mean the world to me you uh, you guys are the good people out there so thank you feed me more nutrition available on feedmemore.com on Amazon with free Amazon Prime shipping in North Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition we got a crazy 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 amount of specials going on on feedmemore.com for feed me more nutrition right now guys so check that out Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by the big guy Ryback, available on Amazon. Feed Me More merch on Amazon. The link is at feedmemore.com. In Fuel Meals, the personal meal prep service of myself, save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUY. Feeding Time 2.0, the official theme song of the big guy Ryback on the Independence, available on iTunes. And Holosync Meditation, available on feedmemore.com. Check out this podcast conversation with the big guy. Blah, blah, botch. Conversation with the big guy available on iTunes. And uh, please continue to share, review, guys. Let's keep this growing. We're, we are going in, in a positive direction, and uh, it's exciting moving forward. The official Facebook page for Feed Me More Nutrition is at Feed Me More Nutrition. And the Twitter for this podcast, Conversation with the Big Guy, at CWTBG. And I believe I got a couple shows coming up, Buck. In uh, Australia, August 5th and August 6th, which we'll be talking about more uh, next week and uh, as we get a little closer to that event. But that's going to be my, my first two matches back, I believe, right? Coming up real soon. So uh, I've been uh, training, getting ready for that. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. I will be wrestling for Impact on their uh, first house show loop in a long time, August 4th and August 5th. That'll be Staten Island, New York, as well as... Uh, St. James, New York. Uh, tickets for that, I believe, impactwrestling.com. Russell Pro will be back with a fundraiser for the NYPD August 10th. You can get those tickets at russellproonline.com. And also, a lot of people want to know how do we see the matches from Russell Pro? Well, you can check out our friends at titlematchwrestlingnetwork.com. They have all the footage. They've got the biggest collection of wrestling footage anywhere, all of our events, shoot interviews, women's matches, death matches. Watch it for free for two weeks. They have all the WrestlePro stuff. Sign up at titlematchwrestlingnetwork.com. That's all I got. Hey, guys. Shining Wizards Eddie here. I hate to interrupt the flow of the podcast, but I'd like to share a story real quick. It's relevant. Whenever I hear this song, Holiday Road, it reminds me of tits. The first time I ever saw a pair of tits was when I was a kid watching European Vacation on HBO. So now whenever I hear this song, I think about tits. All right, that's it. That's all I got. All right. And how about with that, we'll go ahead and take our first break of the show, and we'll be right back after this. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? 
So I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition, available at feedmemore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is Feed Me More Nutrition Premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at feedmemore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at feedmemore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-1-0. Podcast 10. Thank you, guys. All right. We're back here. And, uh, man, so it's been a, a pretty crazy day here. I, uh, I have a new family member Oh, in which I, uh, I put it on my Snapchat and Instagram here. There's probably going to be 100 picks up by the time uh, this podcast comes out on Monday. Uh, I now have a new little, little boy called the little guy little guy Uh, little guy and uh a little male boston terrier two months they're very similar to frenchies yeah they're um and they have like a a good energy and sophie is very high is very high energy so she uh she needs someone to play with all the time because sonny's not going to be around here all the time Mm -hmm. and uh he's gonna be with his mom more than he's over here so she gets beyond sad so it's um i was looking at there's a pet land in, in Las Vegas, called, it's called Petland in Summerlin. And uh, they they occasionally will have a French bulldog there, but they don't announce it because I've called and I've asked about it before. And so they, they said, you just got to kind of check on the website every day and see what pops up and then call and hopefully they can hold them when you get there. So I see this amazing Boston Terrier today on it and it just looked like a little Frenchie. Like just... it. Celeste Bonin, Caitlin, has a cool uh, Boston Terrier. Yeah. Which is, that's, that's how I became familiar with that breed of dog was through her, which I've probably seen him before in passing and whatnot, but her dog is really, really cute. And she's always putting uh, MySpace videos of him up and stuff. My, so MySpace? Uh, or, yeah, sorry. Yeah. 2004? <laughs> she, yeah, she's putting MySpace and tout videos up of her dog. <laughs> And uh, and I'm the only other person seeing it. Apparently, <laughs> You're like man, there's no traffic here. This is great. Just me and her. Yeah, this is great. Just do whatever you want. Nobody talks about it. Um, <laughs> You're really big on my. Right? You may be hated in other internet platforms, but MySpace, Ryback's real, a ta- real baby face. Really over there, and that's that's why I like it. Um, holding on strong to that past. <laughs> that would be funny as fuck. Oh my god. I really feel like going and creating them and just trying to like. Daniel Bryan would really appreciate the effort to like try to get those two things cool again. MySpace, just get MySpace Got, back. MySpace and Tout. <laughs> Is Tout still going? I don't even know. We need to look. Uh, it's probably for that, sale. I'm, I should be doing more videos on there just to really... <laughs> Ryback abandons all social media and, and, and opens a MySpace and Tout account. It's just... <laughs> <sighs> oh, the... Uh, no, but I, so I was torn because I told you the initial name, and I actually have this name on his tag that I had made there. 
because I was so, I, I'm really big on like, just like on how I like the word like Sobe. Uh, it's just a cool name. I feel like. So I would, but I was, when I saw him, I, I said Bobo to myself. Okay. I don't know why Bobo, but I was like, eh, I like kind of naming my dog. I've kind of have a habit of naming my dogs after S's. The one letter that I had to go to speech uh, therapy for as a kid. <laughs> because I talked silly Susie, tried to be sassy, with, like, and I had to go to and learn how to be able to, you know, pronounce my S's, mm-hmm. uh, which I've talked about. S's and R's, actually, which my dogs have been named S's and R's. Roxy also. Uh, I really like to play with myself on uh, just not being able to pronounce my dog's names. So uh, that will be edited out, by the way, coming up this week. I really like to play with myself. <laughs> no, that, and, that can uh, stay in. Just, yeah. <laughs> so what was the name that you picked the first uh, I went with Lil Guy, because, it, but it was um, between that and, and uh, Sobo. Okay. I, I like, and Kosobo uh, is essentially Boston Terrier. It's South Boston, the ghetto of like the Boston ghetto. And I don't know why. I just thought Sobo. South, South, so yeah, I was, South, uh, that's, that's an, I believe that's an area from what I gather. Yeah. And uh, so I was just, that was kind of, I, I don't know why that was the first thing that popped in my head. But uh, the girl, I was going between that and little guy and the girl goes, uh, she goes, come on, little guy. And I just, it like, I was like, fuck, that's his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he seems to respond better to that than Sobo. So I'm going with little guy. You're going to get him a and, little, uh, uh, a little weight belt soon. It's, I, I should, yeah, get him his own custom uh, collar and weight belt. And uh, no, but it's, Sophie loves him already. They've been playing in the backyard. And I got him in his cage. He's, he's out cold right now. I just checked on him when we went to break. And, uh, He's been playing. They were playing for a good 45 minutes, hmm. and uh, he's exhausted. So, um, uh, But he, he has a lot of toys, and uh, he was not cheap. It was uh, 3600 even mm-hmm. uh, after they came down a few hundred there, but then with taxes, and they threw in $100. They threw in a free bed and all these, like a dog food holder and a bunch of equipment and training stuff, pee pads, and uh, I got him. Uh, dog bowl and treats and chew toys, all that was included. So I got the essential, the whole puppy starter kit. Sure. And uh, but he's two months old, so I'm gonna have to now. It's uh, I just Sophie's just so beyond sad when Sonny's not here. It's not I can't like yeah. I hate leaving her. Like it, it's hard because and she's dogs like she has such high energy. She needs somebody around to like play with her constantly. And like I'm I'm doing my best when I'm here, but it's she she likes having another dog around and my dad i told you got a new puppy but that sophie's actually kind of scared of her she's a pit bull and she plays with her paws Mm -hmm. really hard sophie's a worker she she knows how to play fight like she won't like she won't try to hurt another dog like the puppy she knows that he's smaller than her and so she she doesn't put her weight on him or anything like that she lets him get on so she's a real worker whereas my dad's dog's a little stiffer um (laughs) playing and whatnot so it's uh it's cool i'm happy i'm a good day got a nice new family member and uh until i come home and then the couches are all chewed up and and he's pissing all over everything but (laughs) that's what puppies do so very cool small price to pay for a new family member absolutely well well worth it well worth it Ah, back and shoulder from the uh, update on that. Shoulders feeling good. I had a, an ART. No, another stem cell yeah, treatment? I've had, yeah, I had three more stem cell procedures done. <laughs> no, this is, I'm all done on that. Uh, this is the best my back has felt in probably three years. Uh, okay. 
the, the tailbone has calmed down from the, the epidural injection and because uh, it kind of inflamed that whole tailbone area where they did the injection. And just mm-hmm. that has finally calmed down. I, I wake up in the morning, I could sit up out of bed, whereas before I kind of had to roll out because my back would be stiff from sleeping on it. From, and uh, I'm sure the epidural has played a huge part in helping with some of that, but uh, the, the stem cells are just going to work their magic now on the disc and just regenerate them. And the disc were still okay. fine. They weren't like, I don't, it's not like I didn't have disc or I didn't have, I didn't have um, herniated disc or anything like that or bulging disc, but uh, it was, uh, they were worn out. So it's just, uh, this was more of a precautionary move for the future so that I, this stuff exists. And uh, I told you the Ryback regeneration, like this year, doing all this other stuff with the supplement line and doing the podcast and making appearances. Why not get my body a hundred percent when I have the opportunity to, and I, I'm not. I'm not missing out on anything, essentially, as far as I've been out of the ring a few months, which I'll, I'm probably going to have to contact the, uh, the FSW school here. I know a couple people there. And uh, get in the ring just once or twice before uh, I shoot over to Australia, even though I've never okay. – I didn't do that when I came back and wrestled. Was it, what did me and Moff do, Big Dan Moff, that – me and you did a tag match the opening night. That was fine. Tag matches are easy. but uh, yeah. Me and Moss were about twenty twenty five. Yeah, an all total of everything out there, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's a big three hundred something pound guy, and I was totally fine that match. So, I mean, as long as I told you, I just started doing my burpees again. I was able to do. Yeah. I knocked out fifty after my conditioning stuff the other day. Been doing jump rope almost every day, and uh, stairmaster and uh, what's it? The box jumps. So just okay. getting more, just moving around again. Now that I can, it's uh, and I got my shoulder worked on yesterday by an ART massage therapist and my shoulder you uh, she's worked on it before when it was hurt and it would get really inflamed the next day because it was all i had the torn muscles and everything was all screwed up in it i woke up today my lat she like undid my lat was stuck underneath and there was just some scar tissue hmm. from the procedures and like i'm it's i i feel really good i did overhead presses for the first time yesterday so we're on track okay. uh we're on track for a, a good uh, return and i look forward to having some really competitive matchups and um, getting back in the ring three months is long enough. Like it, I would like it's, I'm ready to, to get back in there and start mixing it up. So speaking of overhead presses, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Wait, where are you going to, with this one, Buck? <laughs> there was a man that did a lot of overhead presses, but a, uh, I think, I think it's, it's, it's better to bring this up and get it out of the way, or at least talk about it. We had a lot of feedback from something that we just kind of, it was a fa- it started off as a question, part of our question segment every week. Someone asking about um, hearing the internet rumor, seeing it online yeah. about the possibility of, you know, WrestleMania was a 30, was that it? Yeah, I believe so. That uh, they read online the, the, a rumor about you potentially working Warrior, yeah. to which you answered. And... Um, Dana Warrior, the wife of the wife of uh, of the deceased warrior, commented and uh, not so nice. No, what you want to talk about here? Yeah, I was. Uh, that was actually, I believe, Saturday. I was in Danbury, and I was getting ready to go eat and go work out, and then uh, and I was doing my buffer stuff for all my social media for all the advertising for like Feed Me More Nutrition and everything. And uh, I got a guy that, I, that does a lot of my graphic stuff that I talk to on Twitter, so I go on there. and check that and then I could see what's kind of going on for the day and I see that I'm getting a lot of hate tweets again 
from people and you're a fucking liar, you're this and that, and along with everything else under the book, which there'll be some of them will be read in our mean tweets tonight uh, for our main event. So stay tuned for that, which uh, Pat will read the mean tweets uh, that came uh, our way this week, mostly me and uh, in, in my, <laughs> my rebuttal to uh, some of them. But um, we were asked a question by a fan about if it was true, any, tr- any truth to Ultimate Warrior Ryback um, at WrestleMania 30, in which I thought I answered very honestly, as I always have here, and um, shared a true story about Mark Carano showing me an early preliminary sheet for WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which it said Ryback versus Ultimate Warrior. Um, I even mentioned that it could have been a big rib by WWE. It could have just been them fucking with me. Um, but that I was shown that. And then me and you discussed that possible matchup had it happened. Um, yeah, and it, and it was all done in a very complimentary fashion, how it's like, yeah. hey, like, it would have been an honor. It would have been cool. I don't know how much thought was into this. I don't know if it even was a thing, but it was on a piece of paper. It could have been them just fucking with me. Yeah. Every avenue was addressed. Um, but it just, gosh, I don't really know how to put it. By the time it got to the internet and kind of a game of a telephone, it, it, it was it was made to seem as if this was you know, this was gonna happen and you were basically just making this up for some sort of relevance. Which which for what? Why would I make something up from several years ago that has nothing that's not gonna benefit me one bit making anything up like that? Um so Dana had, whom I've met several times and had very... I meant to ask you that. Yeah. Have you, you've met Dana before. And had all, always pleasant experiences with her and her two daughters. And uh, in which one I will not share the encounter, my last meeting with her, which I told you about off this, um, in her mm-hmm. very kind words towards me, towards her husband, um, which I don't, they don't need to be said here. It was, uh, that was my last meeting with her. And... People are going to wonder about that. I don't know. Like, that wasn't a compliment? Why would that yeah, be bad? Because oh, you don't want people to run, you don't want people to run rampant with what she said. You know, I just think it's, it's not, that was a moment she shared with me and her daughters uh, about her husband. Okay. And uh, it was very, it was, it doesn't need to be, the, the exact specifics don't need to be said. It was very kind of her. And uh, it just doesn't need to be said here. But she, um, she added other things into that. What the, the, the I, nothing I said was a lie, and and she made it a point to call me a liar and uh, saying that I was trying to cash in essentially, I guess on uh, it was, on somebody's grave. It, it was that, that it's it's sad when someone has to stand on the grave or someone's grave to try to uh, basically call attention to yeah. themselves. And I just I mean that was a pretty vivid. Kind of a uncalled for uh, to tell to tell untruths on a man's grave to promote their own lives. It's yeah. just like, oof, like that was kind of. Uh, and my whole weird. thing is is so in my in, and I believe the manager chimed in on this. Um, I have no reason to lie about anything. That that they are they they when was Dana Warrior and the manager of Warrior hanging out backstage? When's the last time they were just hanging out backstage at a WWE event? When I'm there every week, I'm in the, I'm figured in, I'm in the, in the mix. And how would they know that had I seen a sheet or not? A, a per, and, and again, Vince McMahon, that Vince could have an idea of maybe if this was something he was thinking about, of that he wanted to do this. And they, who yes. knows where they were in these negotiations or whatnot. 
but he he might not even have even said anything to them. It might have just been an yes. idea that he was thinking about months ahead of time. And I happened, and Mark always had the the sheets in there for the different shows and whatnot. And he just showed me that whether he was screwing with me and it was made up or it was just in, you know, it was never said like this is going to happen. It was just shown to me that this is the idea going on right now or possibly in Vince's head, et cetera. So how does that make, and then I never discussed, we discussed a possible matchup with the two of us and had it happen. So I don't understand how that makes me a liar that, that not true in this and that because she very well didn't have to know about it. They, they might not have known anything about it. That, that doesn't stop me from knowing something if it was a possible idea. And so I just thought it was, which is why I didn't get angry I, or whatnot, and there's no reason to. But it's, I, I gave her the exact time on the podcast where the question was asked so that she can mm-hmm. actually go because I believe she was responding to another clickbait headline that was not... She didn't listen to it. Didn't, she didn't listen to it. And, no and she, so she then, then just took another shot at me saying, um, I'm living in a fantasy world. And, and I'm just like, where's this coming from? Because this lady has been nothing but kind to me. And especially with what I told you, what she told me, our last encounter, it doesn't make any sense why she would, would be this vicious on something that she doesn't have to know about for it to be true or not. Like, so mm-hmm. it, it was, uh, I found it all disturbing and, and whatnot. And I wish her the best, but it, it, it sucks because the, I was seeing people and, and people that I know, say, you know, Ryback called out on it or is uh, caught in a lie. I wasn't caught mm-hmm. in any lie. I've, I've never lied one time on this, on this podcast. I've been, but people don't want to, you give them the truth on stuff and they just think there's no way they want to hate you so bad or, and, and so, but these people can create whatever headlines they want, they want for the clickbait and, but people that's the simplicity of, of a certain percentage of human beings out there is they get their news from that stuff and believe it. Well, not only that with, uh, the fact that the one thing I found kind of ignorant was the fact that they, she both kind of, I mean, she said her two tweets and that was it. Yeah. The manager who I, who I've dealt with on one occasion, which is kind of hilarious and both ridiculous. And I'll say that we're both like, and he was putting out there, this was never once brought up. I negotiated the whole thing. Yeah. And I go, all right, let's break this down. Warrior was a guy that was very stern with his beliefs, yeah. obviously. Okay. And this time period that came up, it was more so that WWE wanted Warrior for this thing than Warrior wanted WWE. That's what I believe. So by the time the talks even began, I would assume that the first person saying what they want and what exactly they're going to do would be from his side. Yeah. So if they had any inkling of him wrestling in any sort of match or had any sort of idea, once they heard the first talk from his agent, which is a guy named Steve, they would go, okay, well, he's 100% not going to do this. They wouldn't even bring it up. Like, like you said, it probably wasn't even brought up. Who knows how much, but that could have been a possibility. And the fact that they came, uh, or at least the managers, I saw what he wrote, like this, you know, totally made up, but, but there was an internet thing out there like that's what caused the question yeah. to be asked on this podcast was somebody read it online and went oh let me ask this show yeah. to find out the answer which wasn't, by you know, the way wwe leaks out the majority of these things to like for things like that that's something they would leak out that you know warrior ryback match to see if there's any buzz there to see if there's any interest they do this all the time with things they have direct mm-hmm. access to a lot of these guys and different things and there were multiple articles coming out during that period on that and it's not, 
we all we did was discuss the possibility of it. And I shared a truth of a sheet that I was shown months ahead of time. And it, that doesn't make me seeing that sheet untrue. I never said it was supposed to be, but all these headlines made it. it Ryback was supposed to face Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, I never said that directly. I said I saw a sheet that from a preliminary yeah. WrestleMania sheet. It could have been all a big lie. It could have went up, but that was just an idea. And then we talked about the possibility of that matchup. So I just don't, I don't think that stuff was um, well thought through on her end as far as coming well, at me like that, but. It's, if I can be if I can be an asshole for a minute and, and breaking this down, let's look at the ludicrous logic behind this whole scenario, fans included. What we do is fucking fake fight in our underwear. Yeah. And let's not pretend like at this point in time, I mean, he, he would have been so far away from from the ring and stuff. That match literally would have been two clotheslines, tackle splash. That's, that's it, exactly like, it would have been his goal. Big, his farewell match. It would have been a feel yeah. good moment. If that were to have happened. But he, and again, he it's, wasn't yeah. in the, in good health during that period. And they found that out and whatnot. That doesn't mean that there wasn't an idea possibly in Vince's, even, even in Vince's mind, if he even knows he's hurt, he might think, well, he can do two clotheslines and so, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that doesn't mean that he's that, that it's all one big made up lie that I'm telling. And, and again, the, the thing that really upset me with that is, is, is trying to, and talking about the grave site and, and, promote yourself through i'm not taking ultimate warrior and it's not making me any money talking about that like it's not i'm not using his image and likeness on my supplements to make myself money you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i kind of don't understand where she's coming from on that and attacking me it just seems very odd to me that she took that route to attack me that way and i I just i don't because she was always so kind to me before do you think this has or again why wouldn't you why wouldn't you send a private message to like again, yeah. like there's so many different ways to handle that rather than pub- publicly going that route. I'm like, why would she publicly like? Because if you just think about it, it I'm not lying. So, but I don't know. It just seemed very, very. She's also an employee for the company. Yeah. I mean, so and again, it's kind of, a... and I'm not. Who knows? I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I I'm truly baffled by that, and uh, it just sucks that people run with this and like again like and we're not even going to mention him by name but i had to block a certain um so-called uh news fake fighting news reporter um he uh who couldn't understand why i blocked him who who you actually showed me the thing that he had posted sharing the ryback caught in a lie or whatever something just not promoted like you you don't you didn't do any homework on the situation and if you listen you would think well how does that make him lying about seeing a sheet? How would she have seen it? How would the manager have seen it? They're not hanging out backstage every week. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. So. And also, words. If you even if you take this this podcast verbatim, word for word, or anything, though the tone and the context sometimes are taken out of things, which is what we'll move on to eventually with the other issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's it's just everybody. You know, at the end of the day, uh, maybe this is. And I've said this before. I think. I think you're the most talked about dude in terms of, you know, on one spectrum, we got the two sweeters with the, with the, with these bullet club baby faces. And on the other side is you. <laughs> so yeah. that there's something, there's something there. Um, and it all, all this is kind of feeding into each other naturally. It's not forced. It's unfortunate, you know, it's unfortunate this happened. You would think she would be like, Hey, cool. Like, yeah, that would have been a great moment or something. Yeah. Thanks for instead. It's like, no, how dare you mention the, 
and this is on me. You're not saying this. I'm saying, how dare you mention the the god of of wrestling that we hold so dearly? That you know, how dare ye? Like, let's fucking calm down. If someone were to, if you were to say something that like. You know, there was a sheet and I saw something with, you know, uh, granted it's different time periods where like, hey, I, I it was rumored I could have had a match with Eddie Guerrero. Do you think Vicky Guerrero is going to like do stuff like that? Like, it's just it, to me, it's so it's it's just like it's weird how this there's not there's so many detractors that hate professional wrestling and all the people involved, the fans, the families, the workers, everyone's just so encapsulated in this drama where like we're ripping each other apart when everyone should just be fucking cool with each other. It's yeah. I, I that's what I, this whole thing. And uh, I saw a quote actually by somebody, Matt Roby, uh, who used to live with me in Florida on his, uh, one of his social media pages. It said, nobody hates wrestling as much as wrestling fans. And, uh, <laughs> it's, so true. It, it's the truest thing ever. Wrestling fans are the most miserable. They just think wrestling, like, and there's it's a percentage of them, not all of them, yeah. obviously. But uh, it, it's hilarious if you didn't know, like, they complain and, and just, it, it is what it is. Um, but it was unfortunate, and uh, I, I just don't under, I don't, I don't see the, how that makes me a liar. And I, again, I saw there was someone, too, that put out a list of things I've said during this show of, of things mm-hmm. on, like, why I'm so full of shit. Because, God, God forbid, like, one of the things on there I just laughed at was, Ryback claims he came up with the triple power bomb for the shield. And I'm just like, I, I, I was like, I didn't invent the triple power bomb. We were sitting by the announce desk thinking of a way. I'm the one taking the move. Do you think I'm probably going to have a little bit of say maybe on the move I want to take? And, and sure. I, in trying to incorporate three guys, I was power bombing guys left and right. And I suggested doing the triple power bomb. I didn't invent it. I didn't do anything like that. But that was the move they did. It worked really well. And they kept it for a finisher. But like, mm-hmm. just like they can't, they don't. God, no, these are the shield. These guys, there's no way Ryback had any fuck. Like, they just don't, they want to hate me so bad or hate the idea of me so bad. And it's just like, that's why you listen to the show, hang around for a bit, you'll fucking come, you'll come around eventually. Because I really think at the end of the day, it's not like that, you know, you're not holding on to, man, I, I, I better get credit for inventing that move. Yeah. Everyone should know I invented that. That's like saying, like, fuck, I came up with the name of your finisher. It's not like yeah. I need I need everyone to know I fucking named that. It's just so stupid. They don't understand so that fuck. this is a show. This is this is an outlet for me and you to hang out every week, promote some stuff, have fun, and it's just one big giant conversation. Uh, and it's it's my favorite part of the week. And now it's unfortunate we have people that want to try to take that and take and put it into a negative light and. Uh, it's just a lesson for everybody out there. You can live through me watching this, and it's just you never let these people get you down. You keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and uh, I, I will always be happy. And it's just they get blocked, and they'll get blocked one by one, and uh, it, it does not. It's they'll be forever out of out of my life, and uh, and they'll go on to the next person who they'll try to drag down. But that's what this world is: people just trying to drag you down. And the more successful you are, the happier you are. People aren't happy. There's a select portion of people out there that are so upset that I walked away from WWE with the upper hand. That there's, even though that's well known that I got up and I walked out, I turned down the contract, I, I walked away. There's still people out there trying to claim I was fired or released and this and that and like I wasn't good enough. And I always, 
I 100% succeeded in my role at WWE. Whether it was that up-and-coming main eventer, I made you believe, or whether it was the big bad bully Ryback, I played my role perfectly. Whether it was that good guy coming back from injury, working his way up the card again, or that big bad Ryback once again, putting over the guy half his size, but making it believable that when that little guy beat him, the entire crowd stood up and popped both times. So it's like, whatever my role was, I succeeded. But people want to call that a failure and hate the idea of Ryback because they don't understand it. They don't understand me, and they never will, and I don't need you. Jesus, trying to get a fucking word in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when I start going, Pat, you see, obviously it's kind of a continuation of my rap game. When I start flowing, I start flowing. Fucking Bob Backlund giving a speech right there. I never have ever eaten marijuana. I had a funny segue off of, uh, I actually dealt with Warriors manager once. I don't know if I ever told you this. You were just talking about it on here. You just mentioned it like 10 minutes but ago. I, but I'm, did I mention like how I got a, a cease and desist letter from them? No. <laughs> okay, so uh, when I first started promoting uh, back with the other company, uh, we used, this is not on me. This was on the person I was working with at the time. Um, was this guy a black guy, by the way? No. Okay, no, no. I got to share uh, a story about a black guy that came up at the event in uh, Troy this week who said he was okay. used to be your partner for the Pro Wrestling Syndicate, and he had his family there, and I took pictures with him, but he acted like he was supposed to, like I was going to like hit him or something, and uh, <laughs> so I thought he was your partner, and I just go, look, I don't know what's going on with all that, buddy. Like, you have your kids here. Yeah. Like, it, was really <laughs> weird. It, was, it was really weird, and then I took photos with him, so sorry. Ah, I wonder if that was. But back in, the, in those days, um, we... When I was running my first show, you know, I didn't know how many tickets were going to sell. And I kept hearing about this guy called One Warrior Nation. I don't know if you ever heard about this guy. No. So he's an independent guy in the Northeast. If you YouTube him, you will find you'll have a great time. Picture Paul Lee, but as Ultimate Warrior. Wait, I have heard of this guy then. Okay, I remember hearing something about this guy now that you bring that up. So apparently he, he works at a correctional facility in, in, in my town of Rahway, uh, or where I lived at the time. It's <laughs> where I do most of my business. And he has a, you know, a warrior-style haircut. He actually has a warrior tattoo on his arm, legitimately. Yeah. Like, giant ultimate warrior tattoo. Like, a fucking full cartoon of him. And he calls himself One Warrior Nation. Now, he's mind you, he's probably about... Five, six, five, seven. Not quite up uh, to Warriors Billings physically. Yeah, I think Warriors in, the, in that six, three, six, four realm or something like that. Uh, and his physique is not on par with Warriors. But he's, if you see him on YouTube. His beliefs are, though. If you squint. Exactly. If you squint and you take a couple shots, you might go, oh, okay, I can see it. And uh, But this guy would bring his family and bring like. To like 30 to 40 people. Whoa. So when I first started doing this, I'm like, ah, but this guy is really fucking terrible. Like this guy, like <laughs> he literally comes out to Warriors music. Yeah. And he would run around the ring and he's, 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 he's terrible, dude. He throws, he's not a good wrestler whatsoever. Okay. And fans would, when he would come I remember the first show he wrestled Bull James actually. And Bull's like, what the fuck? I got to wrestle this guy? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Look, like, he's friends with my partner, and he brought a lot of people. Do you mind? He's like, whatever. And he comes out <laughs> with a fucking... He's pumping up in the back, and he's painted, and he just looks like a really shorter, shittier warrior. And he's a dick. He's not a nice guy. He's a real... He's, a, he's not cool. And fans go up to him, 
and he's oh, he's selling the comic book. Yeah, and he'll go, and then he'll go up to him and go like, "Hey, uh, are are you really him?" And he goes, "I'm one warrior nation." They're like, "Wait, but are you the real like warrior?" And he goes, "One war." He'll just like kind of shake his head and go, "One warrior nation, brother. One warrior nation." He won't deny it. Yeah, but he wouldn't say. And like I'm like fuck. He man, leaves that. So he leaves sh- them wondering. Yeah, it leaves them like, and a lot of people they didn't really know. This is in 2012. So when he would come through, he comes out to Warriors music. Yep, mind you, and people look around going like, "Wait, is this true?" Because my first show still had like you know we had Hardy on it. We were supposed to have Sid. Yeah. We had a lot of big names. And he's running around and, like a madman, so you can't really focus on him right away. So a lot of people looking around going. What the fuck happened to Warrior? Is that real? Because and a lot and a couple of my friends came and they're like, "Is that really him?" Like no, and and they're like, "No, it's some fucking guy that just like imitates him," and that's his whole thing. Is that he, like like Paul Lee does? This guy does this Warrior persona, and um, I'm gonna look him up right get, after this. Oh, you'll have a fun time. You'll get massive. He, he gets massive amounts of heat, but he he still doesn't play into it. He just plays that Warrior persona. And um, the funny thing is, he's wrestling Bull James, and he came out with his own title belts for no reason. Okay. Fucking WCW gold belts, which doesn't make any sense, because I don't think that was one of the ones Warrior ever had. And the guy comes running out full steam, and the fucking title belt, the, the plate of it just falls off oh. as he's running to the ring. Oh. <laughs> and so while he's doing his laps, Bull James just rolls out of the ring and grabs the title belt and just, like, holds up the plate that oh. fell off. And he's like... And, uh... Dude, this guy. So anyway, like, but this guy's one thing is he needs to be on one of the posters so he could put it in his. I don't know if it's prison or his correctional facility. So we doctor. Is up that where he works? Yeah, he was like a prison guard. Wow. Yeah, he still looked like a pretty tough guy and like, like a little scary. But like, you couldn't get through to him. Like, look, man, what you're doing is really bad and shitty. And I felt. I'll openly admit, I'm a piece of shit for having this guy on the show. Do you think the inmates were intimidated by his, his, his photos? It was out as a way for him to have status inside that prison, have a little bit of cred. Think, Do you think, because a lot of prisoners are wrestling fans. I think there was probably multiple stories. I've seen some shit, dude. I know of people up here in the Northeast region that will go, they will book themselves at, ironically, it was supposed to be next to your table at the, the, New, the New York Comic Con, that pretend that they're other wrestlers from 1980s with masks on and like will literally go through this whole existence of pretending to be a former WCW personality or someone obscure in wrestling. Yeah. And that's their lives. That's a thing. I really would love to do a documentary on that fucking craziness. Like, cause that's, it's mind blowing. But, um, after, after that we made a poster for him to put up and somehow it's on Facebook and it was, it was on our website and we got, contacted by warriors manager saying we own the name one warrior nation and you better change this or don't this guy's an embarrassment you better take this down or we're gonna sue you you know and uh and we did we took it down and i felt i really felt terrible because i'm like yeah I'm, I'm part of this thing and then he was around like in one more show and we never used him again uh but that was my experience wow. dealing with <laughs> with uh but a, but a legit cease and desist from uh Warrior Creations, which I wish I still had in my mailbox. I do in one of them. I just can't remember which one it is. <laughs> I was going to tell you when I said prisoners love wrestling before somebody says, well, what are you talking about? How would you know prisoners love wrestling? I'm going off of uh, uh, an officer here in town came up to me, and uh, I've had a couple throughout traveling that have come up to me in gyms 
and whatnot and talk about how they work at, at a different facility and the, the inmates watch their, when they love wrestling. But in one in particular told me that if you remember that bully Ryback shower scene where uh, oh, yeah. that, that all the guys really popped and, and loved that, that, that bully Ryback scene of, uh, in the showers. <laughs> and I think it's fucking hilarious. So, cause that, there were some strong, uh, undertones on that one of, uh, pick it up, pick it up, turn on the water. This is all I have. And then just, just really, uh, put it down. Put it down. <laughs> yeah. Pick it up. Um, I tell you, one of my dreams, though, not dream, getting, I just want to do, I don't want to say it's a dream. Getting bullied by me in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Pat. Fuck, I, I really set myself up for that one. I've always yeah. loved the idea of, uh, yeah, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan and how he would do uh, concerts in prisons. I want to do a wrestling show as an entertainment night for a prison. I really do. I, I is that, just think it would be. Is that possible? Is this I think so, because I know that I've heard that, uh, I think Cabana told me that he knew that Matt Cross might have done one somewhere where they had an entertainment thing for, you know, men that have either, you know, that are doing their time or whether they're rightfully or wrongfully convicted. But I just think that would be such a, such a thing to just. Would you be able to do this where we could go I pay-per-view with this and for my main event matchup, it's me coming out of a cell. Uh, the music hitting, and it's just me. The fucking cell opens, and then I come. You just film the entrance from a cell. <laughs> just I don't know why. That, we uh, need the right opponent. And are, are you wearing the uh, nails? The old the nails. Thing. <laughs> yeah, nails. Sure. Just a quick one minute match. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I was listening to some show. God, I feel, I think it was I was on a serious this comedy show uh, called Bonfire, and they were saying how. Nails had all that time in the world to like escape prison, but he just wouldn't change the jumpsuit. Like, you would think that he would have got rid of the orange jumpsuit. Well, he went he, he went right into Shawshank Redemption, so it fit right in there. Oh man! So yeah, that's uh, let's wrap, we'll put a little bow on that. We had some other stuff, some other feedback. From the show. Yeah, what else is going on? Talk to me here. Well, I mean, they brought up the thing on... They've misconstrued... I think this is worse than than the situation we just talked about. But the whole comments towards... We were talking about Glow. And you had your opinions on maybe if women... You know, I don't understand... To differentiate from the men... Can't women be more feminine, more sexy? Because that's going to be an advantage that us as guys don't have to which has been com- complete. I don't know if your Snapchat helped much, but, uh, that's no, that's something that the, the, was somebody, I believe it was a little girl made a video to start mm-hmm. all this, that Ryback is a fucking idiot was the headline. And I think the okay. first thing just to, to help people understand is it doesn't matter who makes these, these clickbait things or essentially they put a title on there that they want and what that does is create an emotion in people before they even listen or read anything is, is whatever that headline is that they're trying to get across. That's the message they're trying to get across. And then this girl took a clip of us. Go, we were talking about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, I believe. And mm-hmm. tr- it transitioned because there was a spot in, the movie, in, that, in that show on Netflix 
where the female wrestler body slammed the baby face and then got on the second rope and acted like a heel by shaking her ass. And then I just went on to say, that's what's missing from today's wrestling in the women today. And is that saying every woman? No. But then we got into a discussion about all of that in which this, the majority of people that, that responded to that, they listened to a short clip where it said, essentially, women need to shake their ass more. And we talked about men wearing underwear. There was much more into all that, including me talking about how the women wrestlers of today, whether it was WWE, are all beautiful. And I enjoy their matches. And they're, they're amazing mm-hmm. athletes and, and that. But nobody, nobody heard any of that. They just heard the, the shake your asses part. And I think they, the easiest thing for them, oh, you're a sexist. You are, you, mm-hmm. you are a sexist. Ryback is as is, is big of a sexist that, that exists on this planet. So that started in whatever night that it was. I saw, oh, I go, this is going to be a thing now. That, that's the next thing that they're going to they're gonna try to latch on to. So I happened to have SmackDown on. I just got back in walking with uh, the dogs, and I saw the females match was on. So, and I just go, oh, perfect timing. And Charlotte happened to like, be going to the corner, so I hurried and got the Snapchat on. And, and then <laughs> sarcastically, because since, since I'm such a sexist now, sarcastically, you, don't you dare go up on that turnbuckle and, and do an athletic move. Shake that ass. Shake that. <laughs> don't you dare do a fucking athletic move in which they, they, they bundled that together with the podcast to create this story that I'm this big sexist rather than completely missing the whole sarcastic tone of that. And that, that, that was not yeah. a serious Thing, but these are not listeners of the podcast. And I think, and I was telling you an important thing to like, the whole point that they missed is, is not to do it just because I just want to see women shaking their asses is that it's fucking fake. It's sports entertainment. This is not real fighting. So there's these people out there that they want, they want wrestling to be this real athletic competition. That's how they want it. And there's different promotions that highlight that and whatnot. You're only a certain percentage of the audience. There's, there's many more audiences out there. There's people out there that like the theatrics, that like the storytelling, that like the mannerisms. That's why we do the mannerisms and do different things to try to get over in the ring to distinguish ourselves because it's fucking fake. So that was just another example and an advantage that the women have over men that they could really play up to more than men. And I talked about that and they just latched onto that and thought it was like, the most, he's just a goddamn sexist. And we're going to have a lot of mean tweets to read tonight about a lot of that. And then, but there's the people that hear this podcast and, and listen to this regularly go, what are you guys talking about? And they even, they bundled in the whole, where I even said I was joking that from the whole money in the bank stuff we talked about where we were joking about them having Vince, having Ellsworth climb the ladder. And it was all a rib on all of that which I was jokingly, and I'd said I was joking about, women can't climb ladders, what are you talking about? And it was all, it's all a fucking joke. It's not, but there's these little kids, uneducated, and Warrens out there essentially, who don't listen to the podcast, who will just listen to a a little quick clip, not even listen to the whole clip, and then feel the need that they can go ahead and judge somebody and then insult them and say whatever they feel like saying. And, And so we did a little bit of blocking this past week. Um, over all that, but there's a lot more than that though. There's a lot like of, you know, I saw a lot of, um, people looking for a rally cry. There's a lot of white knights out there who are basically guys that will just find any angle to be fake offended, to talk to girls a little bit more, to just pretend yeah. to, to play their card for, and I saw arguments too, where I'm like, 
This is wild. For example, someone used something that, that was pinned against what I said. You know, I mentioned how Trish Stratus is an amazing wrestler and was known more for her in-ring skill than her sex appeal, even though her sex appeal was what got her to the, yeah. to the dance. I say they actually go equal. Her performance in the ring compared to how she was, you know, her character, her, yeah. her looks. Early and, on was know. more sex appeal. As she advanced in her career, it was more in-ring, I feel. It was more in-ring. Yeah. But no matter what match she was in, I, I used the, the reference of how she would kind of bend over. And she knew what camera shot she was giving, and it yeah. showed her cleavage. Yeah. And people go, how dare I say that, that women's wrestling has come so far, and they're trying to get away from that. And I went, like, I'm like, I'm like that's not, none of that's true. What you said before, that they want it to be real fighting. If it's going to be real fighting, yeah. explain to me why, why do the women wear a lot of makeup? Why aren't they wrestling in long pants and, and, cover, and covering their entire bodies? You know, they, like, why do they dress the way? It, it, people are on the problem is is people are uncomfortable with sexuality and they don't understand yeah. and they and so they they get angry and they feel like they it's something they have to to hold in. Wrestling is as sexual as it comes. It, it is men fighting in their underwear and women fighting in, in in very little clothing and whatnot. And it's not to say it's for the men. You go out there and we talked and they didn't include all that where we talked about guys wrestling in underwear or singlets or trunks and things. You know, that, that it's just, that's what it is and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's still, you, the guys, you still go out there and treat it as a competitive matchup. That's just, there's an audience out there that watch it for that though. And, there's, and also, they, with, they're, with just, the they're neglecting all of that. The girls coming out, like they're acting like this doesn't exist anymore. And I'm going, of course it exists. Like, for example, I, I'm a huge fan of, Char- of, of Charlotte. Yeah. I actually think she's pro- I think she's the best as far as right now, like, skill-wise, presentation-wise, okay. hell of an athlete, and s- people like... But she also does a lot of what she wears is very, you know, you see a lot. Yeah. And her outfits are over the top. Every time she comes into the ring, she does a split, she winks, she rolls backwards. Yep. That's part of the, all these girls know this. So let's yeah. stop fucking pretending that this is, you know, Ronda Rousey coming to the ring to just throw some punches with a mean mug and her hair back it and is, no makeup. It's sports entertainment. And that's what, that yeah. is what the whole, they, they are, they are just neglecting that entire fact. Like that we are, we are belittling this real sport. It is net, yes. like, you could still, and I even, we, I mentioned in there and you, you even talked about it, you know, maybe not all the girls have to do it. And I say, I go, I, I don't even, you know, even subtly in which we talked about, like they subtly do things, but they still have serious matchups and like, but it was, it was more of just, it's just us discussing, having a conversation, going back and forth, presenting ideas, giving opinions on things. And whether you like it or not, you, you have to appreciate that there are other audiences out there. That's like me going back Fans don't respect all the st- different uh, styles of wrestling. These people mm-hmm. that, that only like the, re- the, they want it to just be real wrestling, they disrespect everything else. Whereas I feel like you got to remember there's casual viewers out there. People that, that know that when they turn on wrestling, it is as fake as fake can get. They, and I've watched it with, I can't tell you how many where they go, Jesus Christ. But if something comes up and there's a good promo or there's a good story or there's somebody that does something that's funny during a match, that's what gets their attention. That's what, oh, that was kind of cool. And it kind of gets them to forget they're watching fake fighting. And, and it, that's always gone hand in hand. So it, it's just like, I'm just blows me away that it's unfortunate that people have to do that. And again, that that stuff even goes out there and whatnot. But again, everyone that listens to the podcast knows. So and it's just like, keep doing your thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm never going to change. And 
Uh, I don't take anything back that I said because I didn't say anything inappropriate. And, and if I did, I would apologize. But there's, it's, it's people, if you listen to the podcast, you get it. If you don't, get lost. And it just kind of got back to me personally, too, which kind of get my, you know, again, we, we are, I'll say it, we're complaining about a lot of stuff because, fuck, people complain about this all No, week. we're responding. Uh, and again, no, not complaining. It is we're simply responding to things going on because I think it's important to sometimes it's people, you can't let people kick you uh, too many times. You always got to respond back at times with the truth and let them know because um, it's, it's out of hand. And these people, again, you take one look at their pictures. So, and you can just see that what they're going through and whatnot, and um, it's never anybody in a good place. But I, this week, I'm going to complain. I'm complaining now. I'm complaining because <laughs> you want to complain. All right, I get it. Go ahead, complain. I'm complaining because things get you know. You say your point, I say my point, and you know my day to day thing or or something. I'm, I'm kind of protective about is like I I really care being a trainer. Yeah, and I have, um, and I've. I've had an issue over the last couple of years where there's still not, I've trained many females or, or, or a lot of females have, you know, signed up and quit. Same thing with guys. Yeah. A lot of guys, for the most part, like for every 20 guys that signs up, maybe I'll get one girl. Okay. And out of those 20 guys, maybe 15 of them legitimately quit. Yeah. Five of them may stay around. People are always in and out. And, you know, five years for me full-time as a trainer, and I still don't really have one girl I can put a stamp of approval on. Or, uh, and the longest someone's been training for me like, uh, is one girl, actually, Vanity, who's like two years in. But she's still trying to figure out the process. And yeah. she's still, you know, incredibly green. Takes two but years is very early on in this. It's, it's, and the other girls that have a lot of promise, there's three other ones, and they're a year or less. But I see tweets out here like, oh, and this guy runs a school. He doesn't have, he, none of his students do anything. All of his girls are bad. So I'm like, let me get this straight. You're going to paint up that we're some fucking, se- like, I'm a sexist person. You're a sexist. Um, and I happen to train people for their careers in wrestling. And that it's my, and also, but the, who cares about them being female because they're not very good and they're not very good because of this. And it's like, yeah, just fucking comments after comment. I'm like, Holy fuck, man. And uh, you just got to block, try to reason block them. And then you forget about it. And that's the easiest thing that you could do. And that they eventually it goes away because they find something else to focus on, to try to, to well, try to, to leech on to, to try to suck the energy out of. And you just, you can't let them, you just block them. And then it, it, you might have to put a little effort in to get them blocked, but it's, it's well worth it. Because you forever eliminate them from your lives and from your life, and uh, it's everyone goes through it at different levels, and it's just this podcast. The more successful we get, and the more listens we get, the more of this stuff that keeps coming out. And it's people can take any little thing and create whatever story they want to create. But it, you know, I, I told you, people would rather be offended than finding out the truth. And uh, and it's like, well, I don't want to listen to that. That's Ryback's podcast. I'm not listening to that. And you know what I mean? And it's just. It's unfortunate. I, I even saw things saying I, I said that the women were ugly. I never once. This is just all. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it, people just create more light. Well, we can just he's you know how it goes from one person to one person to another. Then they just the, the story slowly changes and whatnot. So I caught flack from someone saying, "Oh, this is the same guy that started Bombshells, Ladies of Wrestling, Blow." And I'm like, really? There's been plenty of fucking girls that have worked for TNA in the last, you know. Yeah. 15 years i'm like where's the fuck where are they throwing up the fucking crosses for that like my god i need a drink and i need a fucking break that's uh yeah we'll go ahead we'll take another break here and we'll be right back after these messages 
If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then, but you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener, Stevia, and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Okay, we're back. And uh, a lot going on this week. Um, I mentioned to you, I, I told you, I actually sent you a Vox earlier this week that uh, marijuana is now legal in Nevada okay. for recreational use. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, we talked about before the, the gummy bears that we both tried when you were here that wrecked you, that I didn't know wrecked you. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I really, those, those gummy bears are amazing. Just from every, I'm not, I wouldn't classify myself as a pothead. I actually don't like it. I hate the smoke and the, just the whole, but there's something about a little gummy bear that's just so uh, friendly and easy. <laughs> um, but I found that because uh, I never really got the whole smoking thing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And some a lot a lot of people do it and and whatnot. But um, for whatever reason, like the little gummy bear, if I just take a little piece of it or have one, it doesn't it doesn't uh, doesn't mess me up like like smoking would. Okay. Where I get that paranoia, it, it kind of creates a smooth, calm, nice feeling. And uh, so I figured, fuck, there's two dispensaries within 10 minutes of my house, two different ones. And uh, why not? I'll go buy some gummy bears and uh, just to experience this whole thing. Sure. And uh, I went two different times to this place. And uh, the first time I walked in, it was like there was there was a shortage of marijuana in Nevada, actually, um, <laughs> because so many people. This place was packed, Pat. I walk in. I'm debating like, man, I don't really want to like, I can't go wait around. I'll see how long the wait is. You go in and there's like a window with three different people at this one dispensary where like you got to show them your ID, but mm-hmm. it, it like looks like like a bulletproof window, it, whether it is or isn't, it just has that vibe. And then like you could see through into the waiting room before they let you into the room to look at in the display cases to see all the different marijuanas and all the different edibles and everything they have. It just seems I'm, I'm so taken back. It, something feels so wrong about this to me still. Like okay. I pull up in my truck. I'm like looking over my shoulder and <laughs> like trying, you know what? I feel like I go, fuck, someone's going to recognize me here. This is bad. You know, like I get out of my truck and uh, I walk in and then I, I go, how long's the wait? And the girl goes, eh, 45 minutes to an hour. And she goes, I need to see your ID. And I like look in the waiting room. I could see through the glass. And like everybody's just staring through at me. Oh, or, like, or, and I was like, oh man, this is. I go, no, thank you. And I turn around and leave. <laughs> and uh, I was like, fuck it. I don't care that much about it. And uh, so, yeah, I'll give it a shot the next day uh, or a couple days later, whatever it was. And I go, I go back to that same place and uh, there was no wait. And uh, I get back there, but then they have no edibles. They're all sold out, no gummy mm. bears. 
So I, uh, I, pull, I go to this other one that I found out was right down the road, three minutes from this other one. And I pull in, and this one is really, really busy this particular day. But, like, and it has, there's, like, it, it's really shady. There's, like, people smoking in their cars out there. And, like, it's, uh, it, it's uh, it, with people you would imagine going there, okay. um, essentially, if that, if that makes sense. And uh, I feel very uncomfortable. Um, I'm just sitting there in my truck, and I'm, I'm like, God damn it. I just want some fucking gummy bears. And I don't know, like, I just... So anyway, I end up leaving. I couldn't, it was so many people coming in and out and it just seemed like people around me smoking in the parking lot. I'm like, fuck, this is so odd to me. It's just strange. And uh, so finally the other day I go back and I get in, there's nobody in there and uh, I get up to the window and then the lady had to change out the cash box at the window and I could have went to the back, but I chose to go to one of the quick express windows at this other one. And then, which people start coming in and filing in. So there's a whole line behind me now. And I'm just in there. And I'm, now I'm really like, oh, man. And uh, I just came from the gym and I had a Feed Me More Nutrition shirt on. So it doesn't help. And I'm, uh, the girl then goes, oh, we're all out of edibles. And she's like, you can look at the menu. We have drinks. And I'm like, I, have, dude, Pat, I don't know shit about this stuff. And, yeah, uh, neither do I, yeah. And I'm like, drinks? Like, what kind of drinks? And she goes, they're on the menu, sir. And like, so now I'm just like, Jesus. And I'm like looking and I'm like, uh, there's, I don't know. There's like a ton of drinks and I go, all these are just for, you know, whatever mm-hmm. she goes right there. And the, I go, well, what one do you suggest? She goes, cherry limeade. And I go, okay, I'll take two cherry limeades. And they're just two, like just little drinks. They're like, like soda cans or like, snapples? no, like pl- plastic bottles. Okay. Um, more like, like almost like a Perrier bottle, but a little, a little different, but similar size to that. Sure. And, um, so I'm thinking you just drink the whole thing. Luckily, uh, when I got home, I read the directions first, and you're only supposed to do a half a cap uh, is a serving of that. And uh, otherwise, I would not be here right now. I would still be somewhere else. Um, that was the other day, though, for that, that I got that. But um, just to experience it, and uh, I'm not a big fan of it. It's if just a little bit, maybe occasionally you could sleep with it. Like, it mm-hmm. helps you, like, late at night, and uh, you get a good night's rest, but... Uh, not a frequent thing, but I, it's just weird. I, it's so such an odd thing to me that it's legal here now. That I, I I had to encounter that though. Like, and it was it was it was an experience. I'll tell you that much. I wish it was legal in New York. I think we're far from that, or it'd just be too crazy up here. But these places, I'm I'm telling you, they are it is it. nonstop. Like, I can't the amount of money that the state is making on all this. It is, uh, and you know, and people have their their medical reasons for it and what whatnot and i i'm a little turned off by i don't like seeing people smoking in the parking lot yeah um, that's pretty and especially right in front of a thing that's a little like jesus christ man what are you doing um because that's not cool so but hopefully that that passes once it's maybe sets in i don't know all right gummy bears but let's talk about uh let's talk about some wrestling now that's a hell of a segue or the news this week uh, the first thing that came out, uh, old Shane O'Mac had to land a helicopter, emergency landing. I think people saw that. Uh, off In the Atlantic the, Ocean, right? Uh, I was right off the coast of Long Island. I don't know if it was the Atlantic or not, or I don't know if it was a sound between Long Island and Connecticut, but uh, he was he's all okay. right, right? Yeah, he's fine. Classic Shane, no selling a helicopter crash. You really wanted to get that in. No wonder this that's all, the notes. That was all. That was all I was looking for for that news bit. <laughs> so. 
Next. <laughs> You're laughing, asshole, so it worked. I, I, was, I was like, what can we talk about with this fucking helicopter? Ah, oh, he's okay. Great. It was uh, an old one-liner. Cla- Classic Shane. That's all there is to say about it. He's the man. So there's rumors and uh, the big band that I'm hopefully going to be working for at some point <laughs> if I go if I ever go back. You know that, that that's really a thing though. Like I think people we've talked about this in past episodes, but like now that Shane is around and present, because for so long we just went well. If Vince goes, Hunter and Steph, Hunter and Steph, yeah. Shane's there. What I mean, granted, Vince seems healthy and he'll probably live till three thousand, but like he'll outlive everybody. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's the last <laughs> one. It was yeah. just a head. Outlive uh, Stephanie, Hunter, Shane. It's just every, he's going to be 105 years old, still just running shit. And like, <laughs> it's Hunter's daughters are married to other wrestlers. And it's just like, you think they're going to, it's, it's just going to be an ever going ongoing storyline. But there's rumors and, and this has, to, I think this is a true cause it's logical, but uh, about Brock, you know, going to uh, fight again for. Yeah, I saw that. Which is obvious. Would, yeah, it's going to happen. He's, uh, it's such a great payday for him on that. And it's, uh, he, he always trains really, really hard. I think he always does, he always stays in shape and whatnot. Obviously, in a camp is typically, I don't know how if they're 8 to 12 weeks usually that they run. I know his last one, it might even be 16 weeks on some of them. But I know his, like that, that Mark, Hunt, uh, Mark Hunt fight was a short notice type deal where he didn't even do a full camp and... I mean, who's to say he doesn't even need to at this point if he doesn't care about the outcome, which, you know, I don't need, I don't know if he does. It, it could be <laughs> Brock likes his money. So it, like he doesn't need to if he doesn't want to train for something, he still get a mass. He gets a massive payday just for showing up and yeah. buy rates. I think he's such an athlete, though, and, and uh, he he. He had. I think he would bust his ass no matter. Honestly, I think if he does it, it could be all solely for the money. That's fine. I think he has enough pride in himself mm-hmm. that he always trains hard, regardless. And I, I, I think you have. I think he knows that too from being in that game and whatnot, the level of conditioning and whatnot that takes. And he looked great that last fight. I thought it's. Yeah, uh, well, they, he, they took it away for the old wellness policy or the yeah, USA. We talked about that. Yeah, and I don't know. It's such a weird thing because like Clomid's not a. That was supposedly what he tested for. That's not um, that's not necessarily a performance enhancer. As far as it's not like other st- like it's not a steroid. Mm-hmm. It, it can it can help, um, possibly help raise your natural testosterone. Okay. But again, I, I remember we, it was just a weird him and the other the, the the Bones Jones guy. Yeah. They both and it was I was I was it was very odd because that alone isn't like. But I don't know that whole world, what guys do over there, and if they do other things before the fight, and then that's an after thing. I don't know. So, But uh, Brock's fucking big regardless. So I know he fought before. Even when he'd go under 265, he's still, he's still, he's still a beast regardless. So it's, um, I think he'll, he'll – it depends who he fights, the matchup and whatnot. But I think it sells, it sells itself. Well, I think People, they're going to – He always is an attraction. UFC's in a weird spot where they don't have – uh, and I, people may disagree, but they they don't have a lot of top draws uh, anymore. And it's you know Ronda retired. Uh, Did she retire? Yeah, I mean it's pretty much she's done. Like that's <laughs> okay. I don't see her. I mean she could just pop up and, and fight again. Uh, they had things they had issue. Well, Connor's doing his thing obviously with the boxing. But and will he? What's go your back? thoughts on all that? We haven't even talked about. It. Have you? Did you see those press conferences with those guys? Yeah, I mean, 
Connor's just eating them up. And the truth is, I don't, everyone's so obsessed with the outcome. I just want to see the show. I'm looking at it this completely yeah. from the, like, I don't think this thing could end where Connor looks stupid. Like that, it, it just can't happen. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, it's, they are selling this fight is what they are doing. Yeah, they're going to make a lot, gonna, a lot of money. And that's. And they, are, they are using pro wrestling, a little bit of pro wrestling um, at these press conferences. But the great thing is that they just let these guys go out and say whatever they want to say. And people, that's what people want to see. Sure. And again, you, you'll have people that, that rip them apart for, for certain things that they say and whatnot. They're just going out there and selling that fight. And if you don't think those two guys are, you know, the, the fact that they didn't come to blows out there. Yeah. He's rubbing his head. Like it's. They're selling this fight, and they're doing an amazing job at it, and I wish them nothing but the best. If you can go out there and command that much money, and you're going to – and they're going to – like, it's going to be – I think it's worth $100 if that's what it's going for, for that night of entertainment, just to, just to see it. I think yeah. it's, it's – it's, no matter what the outcome, it's just because it's the whole leading up, the whole process. They are, they are selling that fight, and they are doing a great job doing it. It's historic, and but after that, you know, I don't see Connor going back to UFC unless he has some sort of ownership with the company. If not, I think he'll start his own. It just seems logical, but they don't have a lot of big attract. Brock's always been an attraction for them. Um, they have a couple people that are on the up and up. Um, I think Johanna for the females, and I think yeah. Cody Garbrandt for the man if he keeps winning. But like John uh, Bones Jones is coming back. He's an attraction. Um, they wanted George St. Pierre. Things fell through with that. They're missing these. They're kind of panicking for these things. So the, I think that just goes hand in hand where they will openly welcome Brock back. He has to go through whatever the suspension is for the for the violation. But as soon as that's cleared up, they're going to want him to get him. Whose opponent will yeah. be? I hope it's not in terms of... I hope it's a super is, fight. I hope is it's... Mark uh, Hunt, fight, would they do that fight again, you think? See, I don't know Mark... I, I don't think Mark would take... Would, unless there's I, some testing beforehand, because I mean, he was so he accuses UFC of knowing that Brock would have failed the test beforehand, that okay. they had the result, and he was really unhappy with this. Um, and I think even though he lost, it took away a lot of momentum from him because he, I mean, he's in his forties, he has that yeah. like you know he had that Cinderella story. Uh, but who's to say? Hey, man, money fixes everything. That that might be the fight people want to see, or you know, I like feel I, like that's the natural fight to go back to if could uh, be. because that that's essentially unresolved if you go by st- storyline purposes of what has happened with this like it was like you would like to see a final um a final fight with that so and, and but yeah I think it's good it's good for everything Brock he's he's a smart man so he knows what he's doing other things we had here uh Angle has a has a Kurt Angle has a new son did I ever tell you that was originally supposed to be me? That was, right? And you were the third member of NWO, too. Was that-, that also. Me and Kurt talked about this many times before he went back, so I'm a little disappointed that he, he switched it up on me. <laughs> so, Jesus. What do you think? I think I actually I enjoy this be- because I know a lot of people don't like it. I- I'm a fan of this, of this angle. Are you? Yeah, no, I don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't get upset over anything they do. I think it's an, every you do things and see how people react to it, and you and then you go by that, and you and you you adjust as you go along. And I think it's um, they were very early. They're kind of doing things. I feel like sometimes with like Big Cass and Enzo, 
and now Gable and Jordan, like they're very early on in their careers, mm-hmm. splitting them up. Where I feel like you could have, they're a tag team. They were a tag team before. You could have got more mileage out of them. Yeah. Um, I always think you should maximize your runs, and I, I think those were a little sped up, and that's just my opinion on it and mm-hmm. whatnot. But the, you know, they, they everything's at a faster pace now, and they might see stuff in them as individual stars, and want to really get that process started because they think it's going to be worth it. You know, in the next year or two down the road, once these guys get some singles time under their belts. And and for 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 Jason Jordan, this is a good stepping stone. And I don't know where it goes. Who knows? And all that. But um, it's a great opportunity. Um, it's just kind of we got to see where it goes. But he's the essentially it comes down to he'll have an opportunity as a singles wrestler. It looks like right. Is that what the, yeah. He's on, is he on Raw now? Is that what it is? That that whole thing was he's newly on Raw and he'll now have a big part. I mean, this is it's a career changing you know, path that they put him yeah. on. And I think too, that the thing for him and and I'm sure they'll, they'll tell him too, and you never know what direction, how they're, they're trying to play it is, but though to be his own guy still, and not to try to just copy Kurt. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause that's the easy thing to try to do. But I think, does he have an amateur background as well? <clears throat> he sure does, but I'm just interested. Does this go down the path? Of- <laughs> I love your, your, he sure does. As you were <laughs> but, like uh... swallow. It was just visually what you, you can't see listening. It was, that whole thing was great. He uh, will he go down the path of being Kurt Angle's son, or is this going to be set up as a ruse? That's why I kind of like it. There's multiple ways this can, he can end up being an energetic babyface or a real dastardly heel that was in on this whole big lie. But it's at least it's something, you know. It's, it's something a storyline. It's a storyline, and I told you the other day we talked about. I'm a big fan of them doing storylines on the TV show to get you to tune in every week. Yeah, like the Enzo and Cass thing, and paying it off on TV, that gives you a reason to tune in, and, and it's there's there's that always um, they they do they, I feel like they they're doing things better than they have even when I was there before and whatnot. I think it, when the brand split, um, people say they're they we complain or no, I talk good about them a lot on different things and when they're doing like what and it's my opinion on things, but I'll talk about the truth, my truth on different situations or whatnot. And whether you take a positive or negative from that, I can't control that. But this is, I mean, I think they're doing a good job on those things and it's a great opportunity for them. What about the cancellation of talking smack? Uh, A lot of fans were not happy and um, yeah, they've eliminated that that from the, because people think that it's true. Miz came from that. Uh, A lot of good, good. Well, Miz, Miz was already there from before he, Miz has Mm. been there. It did, it did helped him reestablish himself. That's what I'm saying. This, that launch, that whole thing made him from be, you know, he's always had peaks and valleys, whether the way they want to showcase him, but the, this allowed him the platform naturally where people like, Oh crap. And they put him in a better light because of it. And I think a couple other people too, uh, you know, I mean, Dan had some killer promos. Granted, he's not in the he, but it, it was. I felt like it was more of a a real test as a performer because you could stay in character but still answer things in a shoot fashion. It was what well, you there was. It didn't seem to be that there was a, a script for that. Yeah, it seemed like it was just go out there and do the interview and but stay in character as much as you can or whatever. And but it's um. You got to understand, and this is why I said, like, and Vince created this world, and and it used to be a different way back in the past. And he's he wants control over everything, and that's fine. Yeah. That's what he, it's his. He's allowed to feel that way, and and we're and people can get upset all they want, but it's his company, and 
he has sponsors and you got to look at this from maybe he felt that it was it's too risky letting people go out there and wing it and something somebody he might think someone's going to say something bad eventually and, and cost him money or cost, cost him a sponsor and so it, because it's not a scripted show and it's it's they don't have time to make it a scripted show because it's there's too much content and it's um you never know it's just it's one of those things that that's why it's just his deal and he's allowed to make that decision so whether people like it or not it seemed to be a very popular show from what i understand yeah people are not happy with that and i th- i think it was one of the more organic uh things that you know but uh, you got to you say that too, and, and we we know how things work there. They want the people that they want to get over, get over exactly, which is why it's and, going away. <laughs> yeah, so and that that's another outlet for people. It's like the social media stuff that they can't control. That so it's maybe let's, and that's just the name of the game. They like control. That is what it, and, and you can't control that. So we take it away, and they're allowed to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But mm, that's what it is. no, there is something wrong with that. I mean, that's the whole like thing. That's the cancellation yeah of, you know but i'm saying like, it this is what wrestling is today and that's yeah. what it, at that level that's what it is so it's just it's there's other places where that's not how it works so but it's weird how it. like what's the worst thing that's happened on i don't know like it, it, it talking smack no matter i feel like it only appeals to a really small super small demographic but real organic almost little sparks happen up like Miz's whole run was from that show yeah no, absolutely, and um, it was great. I don't know. I I just can't. It's we. You can. We it, obviously it was a great outlet for the talent, and I agree with that completely. It's just we can't. That's their call, and they don't. They you you. There's no nothing you could say or do, and um, just let them do what they want to do. People, there's nothing, and it's just there's nothing you could do about it. Essentially, and nothing anyone could do about it. If that's something, I mean, um, I don't know. I just think. Uh, that's his world. You got to let him just do it. That's what I've learned with all this. It's just, that's why I walked away. It's his world. I got to go create my own world. That's the mentality. Like, or you stay around and you got to play by the rules. So. Okay. I think I get what you're trying to say. I don't know if I necessarily agree. I just think that it's, you know. No, people <sighs> seem to like the show. So why would you take it away? It's again, a guy goes out there and gets over. Why would you take it away? They've done that time and time again with numerous talents. Yeah. That's just the way they, it's, that's the way that it rolls up there. It's just, yeah, it's, the way it's just it an eye-rolling thing, which, yeah, you know, it shouldn't be, but it is. No, you know? but it is. Yeah, I agree. All right. Man, this show's getting me in a bad mood. We got some reviews. <laughs> I was going to also um, mention today this non-wrestling, but uh, the, the, I was a big Linkin Park fan growing up, and, uh, and I still listen to a lot of their songs. Big 90s guy, if you haven't heard. Um, but Chester ben, uh, Bennington, the lead singer for, for Linkin Park, um, committed suicide today. It'll be about a, a half a week by the time this podcast comes out. And uh, I just think, again, it, it kind of, uh, this goes along with everyone. And I know our, we, have a, we have a really good following and good listeners and whatnot. But um, it doesn't matter who and what you are. The lowest of low, however you think you're viewed, or the highest of high, that everybody's a human being and everybody experiences their own trouble, and uh, nobody really knows what this guy was going through. He apparently he had a lot of money. He had he had six children, but he chose to end his life, and uh, and people will form their own opinions on that. But again, it goes back and looking at like an actor like Robin Williams, 
who is so talented and, and whatnot. I think it's important, and this, this ties into the whole social media thing and, and, and making comments to people and like, like everybody gets it from top to bottom. Don't be that way. Just be a good human being and don't, don't waste your time doing that. And like, you never know what anybody's going through and whatnot. And this guy, this guy seemed like he was on top of the world and would have had everything, right? But he chose to end it. And like, it's just, uh, it's a very unfortunate. And I just wanted to touch on that. I think it's something, um, it sucks, but um, you never know what other people are going through and everybody has their issues, so. All right. I I can't I can't do reviews after that. I don't You got to. That's what you already no, said I, you have. You, no, I I can't fucking go, "Hey, here's a review on the show. You just talked about suicide. How do how do I I mean, how do I do that? How do I fuck I can't do this, man. I I You brought it up. It's, I didn't bring that up. I was that's no, going to no, reviews. No, no. You talk about what you want to talk about, and then it goes in a little tirade. And sometimes I'm not even in the room, and then I go back. I can't go back. Hey, this podcast is my number one on the week after something serious like that. I can't bounce back. Do you want another break, Pat? I, I need another break. Fuck. All right, we'll be right back, guys. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. But I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your res- regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the nature boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the nature boy. Woo, Ric Flair, Russell Pro, the Nature Boy, sign an autograph. Look as only you can look. Russell Pro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, Russell Pro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, Russell Pro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at russellproonline at yahoo.com or simply check out www.russellproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. All right, we're back. What do you think, Pat? All right. Uh, I, I guess I'll read the reviews now. Reviews of the week. I have a guy on that that, that, that has messaged me. He came to a couple of the appearances wanting uh, me to pick him, which is kind of rigging it a little bit. Um, Do you have his name or no? It was, I forgot to screenshot it off the, uh, it was the other day. It was TKO something, I believe. I've seen one like that. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, uh, it's hard to, it's, um, I can't rig it, but if we come across his review, we'll see. I got to be honest with these. Yeah. 
So first one's from Thunder6465. This podcast is my number one. I honestly don't care what the marks say about the big guy. I like his work ethic and his determination, and I can't say that about many in the industry. It goes beyond wrestling. I love it. Can you add more fitness and life tips? Keep up the work, brother. I love the podcast. Thank you, Thunder6465. Good deal. Next one, Jim Sand, 22, third time's a charm. These reviews never stick, so this is my third and final try. Five stars. The big guy has me dying whenever uh, a mark needs a uh, meat hook and a shell shock because I actually pictured it happening. Great tips. Due to the keto diet, Zevia, uh, AST. What's AST? The, uh, the, the supplement company that makes the multivitamin and a couple other things. Uh, there, I, that was one I discovered early on as a kid that was a, a pretty reputable company. And not being a mark, I feel super healthy. I'm down 12 pounds and getting my weights up. From big guy in training to the big guy. Thanks, brah. If you ever need a sidekick, let me know. And what was his name? Jim or JM Sand 22. And that's all we got this week. A little slow. We hit 300 reviews. So thank you guys. That's really nice. Thank you so guys very much. We can't be that shitty if we have 300 reviews unless people just want a free supplement. <laughs> you never know. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, since it's his third time, I think that it was a really solid review. And uh, JM Sand 22. Because 22 is also my, my, my number on Ryback 22. The multiple reasons for this. And this is final. He threatened us. So uh, you're this week's winner. Please send in your screenshot um, along with your supplement of choice. And you'll get a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle workout towel uh, along with the supplement of your choice. And, and please send your, your shipping address. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the reviews, guys. All of you, thank you very much. Sand 22 Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. You want to go ahead and get into a few tips of the week this week? Let's, please. <laughs> Pat's really upset with me, guys, today. I'm a little angry today. A little, little, you, little testy. What is, Hold on. Let's... I feel like you're really testy today. Is, it, is everything going on, or what's the deal? I've never, because... You've never really gotten mad at me. You got a little mad on the bringing up the Lincoln Park stuff. It's nothing against Lincoln Park because <laughs> Eddie could probably put this together eventually. There's a lot of times where I where I don't like the pauses in between, so it goes well. Let's move on to this, and a lot of times you're like, "Wait, hold on," and we'll go into that. Which I'm like, "All right, whatever. I'll yeah. figure out a way to roll to the next thing." But it's like, "Hey, we're time for reviews of the week." No, let's talk about this sad fucking thing, and then I can't follow that with all right. People love this show, blah, 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 blah. And I just, I died. I, I couldn't, I can't I, do it. I see, I look at it as getting in the, because the, there's a certain amount of things that we got to talk about on the news. But I, I told you there's a very positive message in there, I feel like, they, that people like us to talk. It might have not been the best timing, but it's, it's hard. It's the timing, yeah. But it, but it was, there's no other point. Like, that's not, it's going to be really hard to get that in next week because everything, there's so much news during the week that, um, <laughs> I feel like, and I told you, I get a lot of emails from people saying how this show affects their lives, and I feel like it's those moments that aren't wrestling that make this show even stand out from what the other wrestling shows and whatnot. So I eventually this this will be two hours of fitness stuff because the wrestling is just not working. Pat leaves me uh, in anger, and it's just me doing fitness. (laughs) Today was thirty-four sets of biceps in the gym, guy. Let me tell you about every fucking set, and. about 300 people listening, so <laughs> I apologize, Pat. Thanks. All right, what do we got now? 
Tips of the week. Yay. All right. Tips of the week this week. Um, in which, yeah, I cut you off a lot on here. I'm really bad at that. We're still, I haven't noticed. <laughs> it's, it's a work. It, I can tell it's slowly building. You're just gonna, you just got to say, let me fucking talk. Um, this real life, we're going to eventually, this is going to turn into Ryback versus Pat Cena, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's really. going to be over this podcast for rights to the podcast. <laughs> Someone actually gave me a new uh, birthday party. Pers- I was complimented because people have noticed I put a lot into my physique lately. Um, Ginger Mahal will be a uh, He's your trainer? Birthday par- <laughs> no, Gin- oh, Ginger. Sorry. Ginger wait, Mahal. Wait. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> You're really big on using the, the uh, imposters, I see. Yeah, uh, so it might be coming to the birthday party. Wait, are you, two- you're Ginger Mahal then? I'm Ginger Mahal now, apparently. Jesus uh, Christ. Which I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. And um, no. Uh, but, uh, wait, are you really wrestling him or not? No, I just oh. thought it was a hell of a name. Someone, is, I feel like that's the best it. part of this whole podcast is that you have to do this now. <laughs> With the uh, the two twins, the the tag team, I told you uh, that that your students, yeah, the Graysons, uh, yeah, where um, the Graysons, I apologize, that uh, they're they're your you're, they're the ginger guys for you that come out before <laughs> the. This has to be a thing. Can I? Can you be a heel and I, maybe the birthday party? I wrestle that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Match of the week this week. Um, I, did you catch this match? I told you about it earlier, and I'm, I apologize on the name. Is it NATO um, versus uh, Ibushi for the G1 okay. Climax 27? Somebody told me, check that match out this week. You, you, you'll really dig it. And uh, they had the full match on YouTube. And, uh, man, it was incredible. I don't know. Have you seen any of that or no? I was watching something before. Four that was on Facebook. I don't know if it was that match. I don't know if it was newer or older, but I think I did see a lot of it, to be honest with you. It was uh, the only thing there was uh, those guys, man, those guys, I like it because they do some cool things, but they sell. That's yeah. the, and, and they, they sell throughout. And uh, they, there's a couple points. There was, there was a pile driver from the second rope uh, okay. onto it, and uh, which was just used as a near fall. And, uh, again, that's the, those guys, that's the risk they're willing to take. So you can't, um, but that was outside of that though. It was, and again, that's incredible doing that and, and pulling it off and hopefully safely and everything like that. But, uh, it was, uh, just, I get just watching that. It's not the move. It's just them selling the cool. The moves are cool. And they do it. it I, I appreciate the selling is, mm-hmm. um, and, and keeping that art form alive. And uh, that was my match of the week this week. Okay. Quote, nothing from a female, Pat. I thought that was appropriate to do a female quote this week. Wow, uh, women can give quotes. All right. That was you, not me, everybody. (laughs) Start that shit on Pat. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible, by Audrey Hepburn. So that is the quote of the week from the big guy. My book this week, Invisible Influence. Hell of a book. I'm just finishing it up here. Uh, the Hidden Forces That Shape Behavior by Jonah Berger. So uh, check that book out, guys. That's my book of the week. Nutrition tip. Pat, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but air pop popcorn with a little bit of the spray butter and sea salt or potassium salt is a great, great healthy snack that is so much better for you than usually the air pop. Like, um, like the bags have different chemicals in them and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it's also the... 
the air pop popcorn is it's just fiber, clean carbs, and, and no fat, and a little bit of the spray butter that you could buy in the butter, the, the oil section, those little spray cans, and a little bit Which of is pot- really, it's really, really good. I've, I've always been a big spray butter guy, yeah. And you just got to be obviously don't use the whole can because I don't mm-hmm. know, they never have the nutrition facts on the cans of the spray butters, by the way, because they say a third of a spray, uh, like it's a third of a spray, and there's okay. no calories in it. So, and that's like 0.333 seconds or something crazy like that. So okay. you wonder like what's in the whole bottle because there's, it's butter, obviously, to some degree. Mm-hmm. What, what is the calorie content of that whole thing? I don't know. But uh, so just always keep that in mind while you're doing that. Again, on the keto diet, though, there's, there's zero carbs in that. Um, but again, you, you don't want to put too much fats on, on the popcorn and whatnot. So, but that's a healthy alternative to especially have a little carb snack at night. Uh, it's much better than a lot of other choices out there. And, and the fitness tip of the week this week is don't always weigh yourself. Go by the mirror and how you feel. Um, we've all been guilty of it. I know I have myself. Um, it's really easy to get on the scale. And uh, you, you might look in the mirror and feel great, but you, you want to weigh 280, but you weigh 275, but you look amazing. And you're like, well, I got I to gotta weigh 280. Well, why? It's just a number. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I think a lot of people can get discouraged by it. And it's good to weigh and have your, your, your weigh-in sessions, but not to do it all the time because it can really, really, there's so many things that affect your water weight, your water retention, and the different times of the day, whether you've gone to the bathroom, how much food you're holding in your system, um, what you've eaten for that day. So it, it, there's a lot that goes into it. So don't weigh yourself all the time. Go by how you fear, feel in the mirror. And that's the tips for the week. All right, very good. Do we take a break and come back for uh, the old main events? Yeah, we got our mean tweets from uh, this week. So uh, stay tuned for the main event, guys. Do you enjoy a crisp, refreshing soft drink, but hate choosing between the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners? Well, now you don't have to, thanks to Zevia. With Zevia, you don't have to worry about any potential harmful side effects since they have no caramel coloring and use the natural plant-based sweetener, Stevia. Zevia offers 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling wine, and four different energy drinks. That gives you a ton of safer and delicious options for you to enjoy. It's the safest soft drink on the market, made with ingredients you'd find in your own kitchen. There's nothing artificial in any of their products, and there isn't any calories either. It's a miracle. Now, Zevia is giving our fans a chance to try it yourselves for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just head over to Zevia.com backslash podcast and sign up. They'll mail you a coupon to try a free six-pack just like that. Go to zevia.com slash podcast now and get your free Zevia. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. It's time for that main event. And today, we don't know how this will work, but uh, it's been a long, trying week of... uh, of those Twitter people out there. So Eddie, if, if you don't mind while we read these mean tweets directed at, at Ryback 22, uh, <laughs> let's get some music playing some, a little REM. Everybody hurts. If you can start that off Eddie right now. Ah, <sighs> here we go. We got it. We have a, there, this isn't nearly all of them either. This was uh, just a portion from the last couple days, essentially. I didn't even get in the the, the, the warrior stuff during sure. all that. The, but uh, this is just from this was pretty much all from yesterday. Just, a, just in, not even all of them. Just just imagine living your life, and then this pops up on your phone from from Zazzy, 
uh, Sasa. I appreciate that. Yeah, give the name. Sasa Z E K Z I to Ryback. You're ugly and you can't wrestle. You should probably just retire. Thoughts? They want my thoughts on that. Uh, I'm very happy doing what I'm doing right now. I'm making great money. Um, I don't. I'm sorry you feel that way, pal. Uh, thank you. You were forever blocked. Silly Billy on Twitter. B-I-L-L-I-E. 90% of the women's roster makes more money than you and can out-wrestle you, you piece of shit. Please block me. It will make my day. <laughs> I guess I made your day because you're blocked, asshole. From Jeez. not Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a classic. This is a guy. nice picture of him in like his 1995 attire. Not to be redundant, yeah. but you're a fucking idiot. M- most of the women you objectify could wrestle circles around your roided up ass. Jesus Christ. Ugh. It's just people like this that are just so goddamn fucking stupid, Pat, that it's just. You can't just shake your head and laugh at it. It's it's unfortunate. These are people functioning in society. A lot of these were kids from this day that, from that little girl that posted the video. But fuck, they're kids of Warrens, so it's even they're even worse. From Abdul Malik ZXL sixty four. That's right. Sit on your couch and watch Ms. Charlotte WWE do what she does best. You fucking Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just got in from walking my dogs. I DVR it, so we have stuff to talk about on the podcast if something comes up. But I'm glad you bought into that 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 snap, and thank you for following me on Snapchat. Yeah, fucking Mark. From Mark Caruso, 216. Ryback22 is burning down every bridge that he's ever built. <laughs> I mean, if they only knew what was going on, they would, uh... Okay, if that's what you think, champ. The next one would be from Russell Potato, Mooned Bella. That's, Jesus, they have some fucked up names. They're all fucked up if you don't notice. Not any one of them has a fucking regular name, Pat. They're all, it's, 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 it's all from the same fucking cloth. It's like you meet someone on, like, well, when they meet these people in real life, it's like, hey, man, like, you want to follow me? Well, what's your Twitter name? It's Russell Potato. Like, yeah, cool. All right, man. Like, what if you meet someone that. Oh, I. I like wrestling and I like cheesy potatoes. Like what if you meet someone at like a dinner with your like family or friends or, or someone like, hey, you know, this person will be good for you. And you start talking like, hey, oh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. What's your name? Oh, it's like L. Smith. What's yours? Russell Potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, Russell Potato says, Ryback, nobody wants to buy merch uh. that smells like you. You're a failure. All right. If you, it is, guess this goes into the whole thing with like, um, those the different publications writing that I uh, I told you there was another new one this week, and which they added me in after we contacted them, and now the attorney is sending the letters. So uh, we'll see how they reply to that. If they choose to be assholes with that, then it will get taken a step further. Jesus, what is wrong with these people? Like the and I, I don't need to brag and toot my own horn on the amount of money that I have made. You just I did. have done <laughs> extremely well. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Honk honk. Uh, Thanks for calling me out on that asshole. Uh, no, but it, it's just I could I could beat it's beating a dead horse. So it's these people are just. Let's get cool. back to insulting you. All right, here we go. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know you're enjoying this tonight. <laughs> uh, from Kirsty WWE, listening to Ryback commenting on what Miss Charlotte WWE should be doing in a match is disgusting. She has way more talent than him and a bigger dick. Jealousy. That's that's a real compliment to Charlotte. I'm sure. Like that's you're that's you're a real fan of hers by saying that you dumb motherfucker. Uh, hey, um, oh, that one wasn't isn't very good. Sorry, that wasn't even a, an insult. Oh, if it's a compliment, I was go ahead and read that. it. Was, it was a compliment. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go go ahead and read it. Let's if it's a compliment. Why why are you solely trying to bash? It was me right complimenting now, baby got right from. Denise oh, Singh. Okay. Yeah, I know the rap. Yeah. Baby got Ryback. Got Which, me wanting more Ryback 22. A lot of compliments. We didn't touch on that this week. Um, my my hit single, uh, It's a Hard Mark Life, I will be I will be doing. I believe it was the outcome was no on, on the poll. <laughs> Barely. Uh, that you don't want to hear me rapping anymore. But it was so close. There were so many people that still do. Uh, much like WWE, I don't give a shit what you want. I'm going to do what I want. It's my show. So, uh, but I'm, in, in all fairness, I am going to respect your wishes moving forward, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my farewell tour, so to speak, with it to hard mark life next week. Oh boy. Kristen. Yeah. I've already got the Iverson. course. Ryback. Really? If it's true, you have no class. I bet some of these women can out wrestle you. Okay. That's Kartik okay. Mehra on Twitter. Hey, you deprived piece of shit. Stop sexualizing women wrestlers. <laughs> uh, just, just keep them going. There's a lot. I know we have a lot to get through. I just want to get it. It's, it's a lot. Someone, my favorite, I didn't actually send it to you, was uh, somebody wrote, you, you fucking suck. Suck a fart out of, our, out of my <laughs> ass or something. And all I could think of was like, of course, you're just so goddamn lazy. You can't even fucking <laughs> fart on your own. You need me to help you with that, you lazy piece of shit. It, but this name, I actually really like this name. Meow Meow Fuzzy Face. <laughs> Absolutely okay. blown away that a man like Ryback, who rates women out of 10, is a sexist idiot. His comments are a joke. Okay. From the Wrestle Scoop. Locked. A lot of these two. Okay, mind you, I see a lot of the, the, the tweets. Uh, eight times out of ten, they have some sort of a podcast or a SoundCloud account. And it, that, yeah. that to me is like really like, yep. holy shit. From Lex at the WrestleScoop, reasons why nobody will sign this talentless dickwad. And then they put up the... If he only knew the stuff going on this past year and, and me saying no to different situations and what I'm doing and focusing on me... It's, these people are idiots. I can't stress it enough. And everybody knows that it's a small percentage of people out there, but it's really bad. There, it's you. There's no helping them. There's we might occasionally get one that can cross back over to the good side, but they are fucking lost souls, Pat. From cursed Celts, I gotta agree with the internet, Ryback. You really are a fucking retard. That's really nice. I appreciate you using that word. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Ball, JM Ball 21. Yo, Ryback, you need to get all the way out of here with your shit. He sounds like he's doing really well in life. Wrestling fella, at wrestling fan. This is all within an hour. Wrestling fan 129. <laughs> there was a, Pat, there were a fucking lot yesterday from that video. It was, it was, I would say maybe 
Uh, I, I, the over-under, I would say there was between 200 and 250. Maybe the most I've ever had in one day of negative like that's, things that's, ever. That's a lot, man. Yeah. God damn. From Wrestling Fella, Wrestling Fan 129 you're a fucking idiot, Ryback. Some of the women are better than the men. CM Punk was right. You're dumb as fuck. It's, I hope I made his day. From Danny. Hello, it's Danny on Twitter. It's bitter that the... Uh, is bitter that the women in WWE have far more exciting careers than yours ever was. You're a sexist pig emoji with the eyes rolling back. Uh, just this guy doesn't know shit. It's uh, it's really unfortunate. These people, it's like these these are the the bottom of bottom feeders in life. They're just gonna latch on to the next thing. It's it's uh, but I'm glad they're out of my existence now. But this is. Please keep it going. There's much more, guys. From Mason Souza. Oh, this one isn't that bad. Is it wrong that Ryback likes looking at women's butts? LMAO. That wasn't an insult. <laughs> oh, that wasn't an insult at all. Uh, from Brandon. Brandon Podcast. Ryback22. Is it starting to hit home how irrelevant you've become so you try to shit talk others to gain notoriety? All the best, dipshit. Who... Who shit talks? This is the whole thing: is nobody shit talk anybody. That this guy's such a dumb motherfucking piece of shit that he doesn't even know what he's fucking responding to. God, like what a fucking feed me moron. From it's I've done nothing but compliment the women, the women's wrestlers. Always, we talked about one character trait that could get them more attention to all audiences. I did, and it's just fucking Jesus, you fucking just moron. From Gel Bell, Nine Tails, Twenty. Dear Ryback, the girls on the current roster aren't fucking botch machines with a chip on their shoulder. Shut the fuck up. Oh, she sounds like a manly man. Jeez, you go, girl. Fucking goddamn loser. Uh, what else we got here? The only thing Ryback... <laughs> this is from the guy that we based the mark for... From, for wait, from <laughs> you? From Buck Never Stops... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is the one. No, this is the guy we based the whole Mark for Life thing on last week. He tweeted. Oh wait, yeah. is it really? Uh, oh, I'm glad I blocked that from A L O F O K E, and he has a number, but I can't see it there. The only thing Ryback ever got over was Goldberg chants. Oh, that's fucking really clever, buddy. Good for you. God, I don't even know how to like. It's just so. These are all just childish, just people that their bank accounts are zero and they have nothing going on in life. I keep seeing these. I, sh- I should describe the pictures they have too. From Jax, it's the, like this guy's yeah, ahead, kissing so. the the big gold belt. It's like man, whew. I can't. That's why people like, like there are people like I'll post some occasionally. You'll notice on social media I'll put their pictures up just so they can be accountable for the words that they say, so other people could see them. Somebody actually messaged me. You're a real piece of shit for making fun of the way people look. I've never, never said anything bad about the way people look. I'm just, I let them, I remind them of their pictures that they have publicly posted, so they can look at themselves on a bigger scale, and more people can see them and see how they talk on social media. Hold them I still accountable. Think Twitter should have a license. Like you shouldn't. I was, you. I was thinking that this week. Are you talking about that before? You are so on with that. There should really be. I, I do think in the future, I think it's a sign. Yeah, or like out. a new social media where like you have to be, you know, credible and yeah, competent. Um, oh, from Jax, WWE Carner Jax. See, you're trying to it's you're trying to idea. use the women of WWE to get attention. Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey—they could wrestle you any day. 
Yeah, it's fake. You can tell any story you want, you dumb, stupid motherfucker. Um, it's this is another thing that a lot of people they uh, they like to sit there and say you're so irrelevant. You're so irrelevant. Okay, I walked away on my own. I wasn't trying. I'm not trying to garner attention. I'm doing all the things that I love and enjoy. It's you guys that keep talking about me. So who's like? It's just so, like, look in the mirror. You're so concerned you feel the need to message me and tell me how irrelevant I am, yet there's so many of you doing it. So how irrelevant really am I? Huh? And nobody's using anybody for attention. I can't control what people that people want to talk about me. I'm the most polarizing man in sports entertainment, Pat. <laughs> and these people are fucking proving my trademark point. with my attorney to get that, uh, just in case... It's just the truth. It's, I can't help it. It's just you either have it or you don't. I've always had it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No fame needed. Ryback saying that females can't do certain moves in the ring. Try doing the mo- Matrix move better than Trish Stratus. You can't. LOL. <laughs> do you want me to post a video of me doing it in her outfit? You dumb motherfucker. God damn. I got a backhand spring trainer in the backyard. I could do a lot of shit. Right I actually now. like this insult tweet. This is creative from Amanda Joe. I am Amanda Joe. Dear Ryback, I climbed a ladder to pull down my attic door. Shocking, I know, with me being a woman and all. That was the one that I actually wrote a response to online that it was like something like, like who helped you <laughs> or something. I can't remember. And everybody was outraged because <laughs> it, it was clearly just being sarcastic to the entire situation. That's fucking so goddamn ridiculous. And people, that's another thing. The whole, the latter thing we talked about is just like, it's all a fucking joke. It's the, the, the fact that this has gone over this certain class of human beings, eyes, their heads is just, but there's nothing literal about women can't climb lat Like, Women, <laughs> they're they're fucking human beings. Climb a ladder. They, 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 yeah, you guys are so goddamn hell bent on proving that. Like, fuck, raise your standards. Fuck, jeez, I don't know what to say to that. Like, how do you not know that it's a joke? I I said it's a joke right after it. God, someone damn. asked me, or I put up a tweet defending like they were saying something about me as a trainer, and I was like, well, I'm gonna go train a bunch of talented women right now, and then one of one of the listeners was like ladder class and i'm like man that'd be funny if i'm just teaching uh how to climb a ladder and kind of film it you know what i mean to my girls i should hold my seminars for that yeah i mean it, right i mean god according to these people they need it like fuck because they don't know how to take a joke from la croquetta six dear ryback i suggest you shut the fuck up and stop being bitter than the women that have surpassed you in the ring you cannot even wrestle Oh, I mean, I've proven that I could wrestle. I've made a hell of a amount of money doing it. So I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that was a compliment. I'm going to switch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, fuck those compliments. I love my favorite part of this whole show is you got mad at me on this show. <laughs> I finally have got, I feel like you, I feel like the comments and everything you're, you're, it, everything is wearing down and you're getting frustrated with me and it's fucking, it's. This show's going to blow up any fucking Kevin thing. Thomas. Note, Ryback. Men do have sex appeal, too. You just can't relate. We did talk about men wrestling in their underwear and in uh, singlets and everything. They just happened to leave that part out, or nobody listened to that, about the sexuality in wrestling for men and women. Um, so shut the fuck <laughs> up, you stupid motherfucker. Big dog. 
If I have, if these people, by the way, I've never had one meet and greet by the where I've met a bad fan. Is that kind no, of odd? It's not at all. I don't. You would think, yeah, but there, there's so many online. It's God from right, Feast Imperium. Oh my God, Ryback, you're the big bitch. I'm the big guy, and it's trademarked. You big bitch. Uh, from Beegs, nineteen seventy, Ryback. Am I wrong in expressing my disappointment in you? I've been blocked by you, and uh, it says Stu. Oh, it said bad take, Barrett. I thought that was Stu. Never mind. This one was. Can you get blocked by the real one? This, this is stupid. Oh, here's a good one from yeah, Brent Mafuka. Ryback, you're a giant, roided-up, talentless fucking faggot. Go injure some more guys in the ring, you Ooh. fucking meathead. This is... The, I'm telling you, the, the, the fact that this guy is walking down the streets in our country is fucking Meanwhile, scary. in his Twitter picture, he's just sitting on a beach, nice and relaxed, looking at the ocean. I have managed to enrage this man that much where he has insulted me on multiple things. You must really get off on those big gay Ryback fucking reads. From Cat. From Flares Club at Flares Club, you're such a piece of trash. Get a life. Jesus, there's so many. I don't even. That one just that was a really shitty from, response. That wasn't even from a good what answer. Ray Wow Wow Alistair's end. Ryback, fuck, you're so trash. These are really kind of uh, dwindling. Oh, no, I'm sure they'll pick up. They're, 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 I just took pictures of the ones that I got from a certain period yesterday. From Kenny FXN. N-O, Mega. Why do I feel like Ryback is intimidated by the women in WWE because they're getting stronger? Or they're even stronger than the men already? L-M-A-O. This is, again, this is somebody that didn't listen to any of anything where I put them over. And, um, yeah, I don't really know what to say to that. It's these, people, it, it, these guys, they lack brain cells, Pat, and it's really... There's no no helping them, I feel. Rusty from at Fuck the Revival. What kind of name is... I, <laughs> where, where I've seen that a lot this week, by That's the way. That's from Cody. Uh, is that a real yeah, thing? They just go back and forth, but Cody's thing is that he, he kind of stings it to them and always says, Fuck the Revival. Because they... Oh, is he no, friends well, with yeah, them or no? I, mean, like, I think that they think that they're the best tag team in wrestling. And in, like the oh. Bucks kind of... I think the Bucks are better than... The, I think the Revival are great, but they... Bucks been around longer, and they kind of, This is totally... This isn't insults, but, like, uh, they take every Arn and Tully spot, which is cool. I do, too. But, like, they were just kind of... So Cody's always... His whole thing is just... Every chance he gets, he says, fuck the Revival, which is kind of funny. Okay. Uh, I get it. What I, kind of name is fucking ISO Hungry? You're American. Don't pretend you can't say, I'm so hungry. Wow, I can't believe someone put that. That's embarrassing. I I put that on there because I wanted to comment on this because this guy is just beyond goddamn fucking stupid. That's bad. That's pretty um, fucking bad. ISO is from whey protein isolate. Um, so ISO hungry and hungry just with the whole feed me more. And uh, it wasn't I'm so hungry because ISO is from whey protein isolate, which is what it is. You stupid motherfucker. Just fucking get out of my life. Oh, you already are. Goodbye. From Ramon, RSXSR. Can't be surprised by his behavior. I've always thought Ryback was hashtag dumb as fuck. Oh, you go, you punk fan. You you were right all along. Good for you. From Joa Harrington, Cena Fix on Twitter. 
Ryback's a complete idiot who should have been born in the 19th century. Most women wrestlers are far better than the big douche. Ryback. If it would have been meant avoiding all you stupid motherfuckers, I would have been very happy being born of that era. God, it would fucking be a blessing to get away from all you pieces of shit. From TG Fish. Or just blocking. are getting out of control. Uh, chat, uh, TG Fish 7. Chatting absolute bollocks and try to stay relevant. What a fucking idiot this guy is. You wouldn't see this much shit from a baby. <laughs> I, again, I'm not the one that puts this stuff up and tries to create clickbait headlines. You guys are the ones that are fucking fueling all this. So fucking hate yourselves. I'm doing what I'm doing. I have a supplement company and a brand. I don't want this shit. I don't want you guys talking about me. I want you to forget about me, you dumb motherfucker. Get lost. From Gustavo Gama. Hey, Ryback. Suck my dick. Yeah, can't see it. <laughs> From Adam D. Ryback, you suck. I got an idea for you to work on. Don't hurt others in the ring and have a character. Huh. You, yeah. Okay. You got me there. Uh, from Cats and Graps, Chubby Cupcake on Twitter. Hell of a name. Ryback says no one wants to see a woman to do a 10-star headlock takeover, which is funny considering no one wants to see him do anything. Well, a lot of people want to hear me talk every week because they tune into this podcast and and they show up to the weekly events every week to see me. And uh, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And I have a following worldwide of millions of people, so... Go fuck yourself, you dumb bitch. Nathan Legend, Litman316. Ryback sounds like, uh, excuse me, Ryback sounds like a complainer. Go brush your cave teeth with a long Fred Flintstone. I don't even know what the fuck that means. It's just these, I, this is my whole thing with all this is people are responding. They're not responding to the podcast. They're responding to the video that was put out that was, they didn't even listen to the whole thing. So it's just, it's like, I just shake my head at every single one of these. I don't know if this one takes the cake. From Bryce, glorious one on Twitter. This guy, this is coming from a guy, it had the quote about the shake of their ass. This is coming from a guy who has bigger tits than half of the women's roster. <laughs> Why would he, he's in, it's, I, would, I would disagree with that completely. Um, I don't know, is that a, I don't know, how, what, how do I respond to that? Like, that's. What does that mean? So what does that mean if I have bigger tits than half the roster? That's a double-edged sword. I don't know. I think he's kind of... Does, does, he, want me, does he want me shaking my ass? <laughs> Will that turn him on? King I don't of, know. It, you know. King like, of words, world style, excuse me. There's a village deprived of an idiot whenever Ryback gives an opinion on the current state of wrestling. Somebody think of that village. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really get that one either. Some are just the same thing. Oh, Cody Collar. A lot of, yeah. Ryback, stop being sexist. You were carried more often than not in your matches. The women in WWE are way better than you. And a picture of Sasha Banks holding up her boss ring. God, what a fucking mark. That, it's just so, like, I can't even respond to these. They, don't, they, have, they are so clueless about wrestling, about life, and about themselves. It's, it's unfortunate. From Kevin Gade, Real Kezin. Yeah, Ryback, we definitely don't want to see them wrestle. That's why we have the Mae Young Classic, the women main eventing Raw and pay-per-views. I don't really know. I've, I've talked about how I appreciate their wrestling, and I like their wrestling. It's just simply adding more character stuff at different points, and some of them do already. 
So I don't really – the Mae Young Classic is fine. I, I, what are they all wearing, Pat, during the Mae Young Classic? Are they all covered you, up? I really haven't watched yet, but I'm going to assume they have wrestling gear on. <clears throat> They're going to yeah. show their bodies. Okay. Just – I hope, uh, yeah, I bet somebody shake their ass on that whole thing. Or I'm sure there's, it's not, God, it's just these people, they're not looking at it from, they're looking at it from solely their point of view and not all audiences. They don't understand that that, that is what makes wrestling specials, that you can do all this stuff and appeal to every, that these, that as a performer, the more audiences you appeal to, the more money you could potentially make. From big man Jezza, uh, Harry L ninety nine. I love how people have two names on Twitter. If you shook your ass more, maybe you'd been uh, the top guy that you've been telling people you were for the last year. I don't think I've ever recalled telling people I'm the top guy or anything of that nature. I just shared my instances of things during that period of what happened, and uh, with my fans to let them know the the backstory of everything going on. So keep being misinformed, buddy. I'm sure you're going to have a very successful long life. I think we got plenty of insults. Maybe we'll wrap it up on this one from Natalie with a nice little unicorn from uh, at this is bliss. Yeah. Wow. Your personality is just as shitty as your wrestling. Again, it's just, it's a stereotypical wrestling fan. And uh, I wish these people nothing but love and success in their future. Um, even though I know that that, that will avoid them heavily um, because they're very undeserving of that. But I still wish them the best. Um, and block them from ever knowing anything of following me and, and, and communicating with me in the future. So it's, uh, again, talked about, now I've never met a bad person at a meet and greet. And um, because they, most of these people, if not all of them, they, they just don't ha- lack the intestinal fortitude to have the courage to do that in person. Nor should they, because they'll get fucking put in their place. So um, I wish them the best, though. So. Just sucks. People are like, that was a little portion of what this week from a fake headline and someone that wanted to get a a shitty point across about me that completely just missed the entire thing. And uh, that that people will will simply, that, that people read fake news and like to react to fake news rather than because they want to be offended. That's what they want. So that's what that, that keeps them living another day. So I hope I helped you guys live another day. God bless you. And that concludes Mean Tweets. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, just uh, this, this podcast, actually, uh, I wanted a shout-out to Jefferson's Bourbon. Um, they, uh, they've uh, communicated with me that, that maybe possibly going forward, doing something with the podcast. And uh, we always do kind of different drinks of the night that, you know, for the podcast. Um, and uh, I was always kind of been a Jack and Maker's Mark guy. I've never had Jefferson bourbon. And tonight was the first time I've had it. And fuck, Pat, it was, uh, it was great. It was smooth. I used it with right. the Zevias. And uh, I told you, I, want, I, I you should check it out. It, we had a little Jack run down in Louisville. And uh, this is good, good quality stuff. I'm going to check out the Reserve next time. It was a little, a little pricier. I wanted to try their basic one, which is a little more than the regular Jack. And uh, it was well worth it. So shout out to Jefferson's Bourbon. You can follow them on Twitter, guys. You can follow me on all platforms at Buck Never Stops. And I'm at Ryback22 on Twitter. The big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram. Ryback247 on Snapchat. And the official podcast 
Twitter for this podcast, at CWTBG on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th.